Chainsaw Podcast. You've heard that song, so you know what it means. Yeah, well, hopefully. I mean, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you did start listening to this podcast, and you must have seen the title before you listened, because it's how you find podcasts. <laughs> I guess if you, like, randomize on Spotify and magically we come up. What? Your, your mic needs to be turned on for us to hear you, Jess. Make the magic happen. Is it turned up? Maybe I turned you off. You've been denied. You've been yep. shut down. Oh, now we can hear you. There, that's better. You said something about Pandora. Yeah, she Pandora. just said or Pandora. Are we on Pandora? I don't know. I don't know how they pick their podcasts. <laughs> um, did we apply? I think we probably have to apply. To it's all up. beta, so. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it is episode 141. Um, I'm sorry. It's it's loose. I'm tightening my it's, bolt. It's swinging around. There. <laughs> well, if it's swinging around, you need to tighten that bottom piece there. Oh, no, it's fine. Okay. I got it. That's okay. We just we just do this shit as we go. So we are actually joined today for the entire episode by the fine folks from Salt Flats Brewing. We have JC, we have uh, Denver, and Scott, right? Yep. Okay, I, just, I really thought I was going to fuck your name up, Scott. So. <laughs> he will. <clears throat> I wrote Sounds it fun. down, and I'm like, what, did I remember that right, or is it Steve? And every time I look at JC, I got to say, so JC, every time I look at your mustache, the only other person I know that wears a mustache that well is actually Steve from Chocolate Conspiracy. That's true. I don't know if you've met Steve. I haven't, but I'll take you it should. as a compliment. You should. He's awesome. Because they did Bob Bob uh, Chocolate. Oh, yeah, they so did. you can give him some of yours to make an, a chocolate in the future, Sick. is what we're saying. Will do. So, yeah, I just see your mustache, and I'm like, hey, Steve's sitting across from me. <laughs> not like not like Magnum P.I. or anything like that? No. He's not think. old enough. No, I just Magnum P.I. was a shitty show. It's not my fault. Like, <laughs> even if I was old enough, it doesn't mean I'm going to watch it. It was a terrible show. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, I know about Magnum P.I. Burt Reynolds was a badass. He just Burt died. Burt Reynolds? Was he not Magnum P.I.? No, Tom <laughs> Selleck. No, Tom, Tom Selleck. Selleck. See, you don't know shit. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, Burt Reynolds just died. Yeah, he did die. Did yeah. he? The bandit is dead. Yep. Just, oh, that's right. I forgot. Just recently. I really don't care. So we're having technical difficulties <laughs> because we're at the brewery. Yeah, it smells delicious in here. And every time we have to shift the studio, we run into a few. Just every once in a while. Issues. Well, you think we would be pros at this by now, but after almost three years, but no. We really don't go off-site that often. No, and it is good. Now, especially not since we actually have a studio and it's not just crammed into my office anymore. <laughs> since I got yelled at. So, what? <laughs> since you got yelled at? Look, the stent of James's house three out of four weeks was starting to get old for me, that's all. But I love James's house. And well, I, we set up faster there. Yeah. There's also new shit every time I go to James. And house. James, yeah, James has new stuff and he gives us food. I actually think he buys new stuff just to entertain me. <laughs> well, I thought that was the deal. He had to have new stuff or you wouldn't go to his house. <laughs> Am I really that big of a bitch? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> well, we have, uh, we have a long, fun, uh, amazing episode for you guys. But uh, Bree and Jess had some fun this weekend and I wanted to hear about it. It was all science. Fun. It was. It was all sciencey. So it wasn't fun. Yeah, it was rad. Didn't you ever watch Bill Nye? He made science fun. Yeah, we had uh, ice wine that turned flipping hot because of lye. Yeah. It was amazing. It was. We made soap <laughs> with yes. oleo this weekend. It was amazing. <laughs> Some lady was like, "Is there lye in all soap? Isn't that going to burn your skin? Don't you have to be careful?" 
You don't have to be smart to take a soap making class. No, before. not at the soap making class at my work. Oh, apparently you don't have to be smart, smart to work to in insurance. Insurance. <laughs> I'm just kidding, babe. I'm just kidding. Should, you guys should all see the look I'm getting right now. The look of death. That's all right. Valentine's Day is a week away still. We're good. So, yes, it was fun, and they are going to stop doing classes in April. So, if you Why? want to, Why? because nobody wants to be inside during the summer, is what Jen said. Oh, so, so just, just temporarily. Te- oh, okay. They'll still, I'm sure they'll still do like private parties and stuff, but. So if you want to go to a class, you should sign up now because it's so awesome. So by the way, they do beer soap at breweries. Just a thought. Oh, good idea. They've been, they've been they've doing been stuff. We're going to hook you up with all just the peeps saying. tonight. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, they, they've done some stuff with Fisher before. Where was the brewery that you guys That was, that was Fisher. The, the problem it? with Fisher, though, is... They've only got one damn pale. socket for the whole place. Well, yeah, Fisher is an old, like, meat packing plant. Yours and was it's shades wired of pale, by the way. And shades of pale. <laughs> what? Yours was shades of pale. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Fisher's so, all around seven. So, times. like, there's 12 of us. We all have our little hot pots for doing the, the soap. As soon as we all turn them on, like, the kills the power in the building because they throw the breaker. Don't worry, that thing. happened at the Yeah, Jess and I had an issue. I think it was the fourth person, that one girl at the station on her own. Yeah. I think that that was that an extra bitch. one that they weren't used to. But we're, like, sitting there, and we're, everybody's just melting, and, and Jess is like, I think I'm it's on. on. <laughs> I don't know. Is it on? I'm like, my light looks like it's on. I don't know. I can't tell. It. I did. Oh, I actually put my hand on the hot plate. It kind of felt warm, hey. though, so we were like, yeah. is it just supposed to be warm? I don't know. Jen comes over. She's like, this is off. It's like three <laughs> times during the thing. I'm like, Jen, it's off. She had to go turn it on. <laughs> but it was fun. What flavor? I had a blast. What, what flavor did what you make? flavor? It was Derek's fancy red wine. He made it himself. Homemade yeah. wine, so it's a good thing we weren't there. And then I got, and then I, I was grateful for Jess because I was drinking and I wouldn't have been able to drive home. That was a pinkies up experience. Yeah. Not beer soap. Guess what glass I drink out of. Which glass? My Star Wars glass. You oh, brought me back from Disneyland. From Disneyland. That says, I love you. I didn't yeah. take the mate that says I know. I know. <laughs> it's a good good glass combination. But it's I forgot to take I forgot to take my my bottle opener. So I had to like beg around for one. We got our first taste of kids coming home for the weekend but not really coming home. <laughs> I called the 25 whirlwind 25 hour whirlwind visit. So I have this thing like ever since I was I left home I I can't go back to Green River for more than 24 hours. Like, I have yet to make it 24 hours. I don't think that's hours. just you. I think that's a lot of people who leave Green yeah. River. Well, I mean, it is a shithole. Did you guys move away for college? Absolutely. Any of you? I yeah. did, yeah. <laughs> did you go back? No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Nope. Gone well, my, kids 18. Are, my kids are still in, in the state, but they one is in, in St. George and one is in Cedar City. And she came home for a rave and drug her little sister with her. So I thought maybe I'd do something with her little sister. But she made plans to go get a tattoo, so I just sat home by myself. <laughs> you could have gone with her and got another tattoo. I didn't know she was going to get a tattoo. Oh, yeah, that she's was 18. kind of a surprise tattoo. She can do that tattoo. on her own. Well, well, no, I know that. I'm just saying. She... Yeah. No, she was just like, Mom, can I borrow the car? And I said, no drinking or drugging in my car. Just tattooing? She was like, Mom, whatever. <laughs> like, well, you got to say it. Because if you don't say it and then they do it, then you're like... You didn't well, say I couldn't. <laughs> you don't know how It's just a mom you do know thing. How true it's is. like, be I, safe. I have college-age children myself. Well, one. One and a half. Two, one almost. Almost two. One and a half. I'm getting close. I'm old. Yes, you're older than me. So, so. are you kicking you're Maya old. out of the house? Oh, hell yes. 
she she's, wants to leave too. Yeah. She's she got accepted to the U, so she's applying for student housing the ninth. So in four days. Good luck. So, <laughs> good luck, Maya. <laughs> is she like gonna stay they home from no school that day? It's a Saturday. Like a con- oh, I was gonna say, is it like concert tickets, or yeah, you just probably. wait and wait and wait? I mean, it's close. They don't have any housing. They don't have any housing in the valley. Let's be clear. There's no housing anywhere. So, um, Jeremy, what did you do this weekend? So not not this weekend, but last weekend because I didn't get to talk about it. I ordered my bees. Oh. What kind of bees this time? Uh, Africanized? No. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day that you're like, fuck it, I'm going African. We got to help again this year. That was fun. So, no, the, there's the Italians and then the other one that I can't ever say. Cause it's like Carolina, but it's not. It's like Cornelia, Cornel. It's those. Why don't you just make a second hive of Is the other like type Kamala? and see Can we call I've them Kamala bees? I know, but let's see if one of the two hives can survive because I've you got have a, issues. So, <laughs> but my, my second hive fell apart like three years ago, so I'd have to build another hive. That's okay. You got time. I could. And, have one, and I did that the one year, and I had one of each, and then one of them overwintered. But it was the Italians, but it was the, the Italians that I got this last year that didn't. Well, it's not their fault. No, it's they got the, it's the wasps. You need to find out where the fuck those things are coming from. I don't know. You need to, like... <laughs> Maybe wherever they were got wiped out with the new house behind you. Hopefully. Oh, that would be nice. That would be I'm nice. hoping. I'm, well, so, I, not that I'm happy about all the new houses behind me, but I'm hoping that now that the subdivision's mostly in, that it'll keep the destruction of my poor bees to a minimum. Yeah. Because two true. years ago, I had the, the hive all set, then they came in and plowed all the fields behind me, and then the, the bees died. Oh, yeah. Well, that I kind of was worried about that to begin with because yeah. of the, the fields going away. So this year, I don't know. I, I You never know why you lose a hive. I, I don't know, because when you guys helped me, they, there was plenty well, of them. We know why you lost the hive this year. There were wasps in the hive when you yeah. opened it up. So Anyway, so Gosh, order the new ones. So when they do they come. get here? It's all spring weather based. Typically, they'll be the end of April. When it's not snowing in the middle yeah. of the afternoon like today. Yeah. Well, remember last year I got the bees and like two weeks later we had that snowstorm. I know. So we had that bee watch last year to make sure they didn't die. Bee watch 2018. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they made. They still made a good amount of honey. I am 12 quarts. I am disappointed that I got previous bee honey, though. I'm not the current bee honey. <laughs> not the bee honey that I mean, you I got harvested. to have some of the bee honey as I was harvesting because it was delicious, <laughs> but, you know, I got some of the old stuff. Old stuff. Well, it's true, and yours was three years old because. Yeah, it was really the old. Your previous, I, I didn't harvest at all. No. You guys probably don't have that very much. That was the genocide. That was the bee genocide. That was the year that you cut your finger off. Yeah, no, I got honey that year because that's the year Josh helped me. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, you guys got to be running out of honey stores. I've we've got like six jars left. Is I have a know? jar on my desk at work. I use for my tea. Is that one of my jars? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you know? We got her a bear and put it in a jar. We got like the Miller honey and put you it cheated in a jar. and got that stupid bear. We got honey from like KFC that's mostly corn syrup. <laughs> it's in the little packet. We need to make a sound for when I roll my eyes. That packet shits the good stuff. There's a sound. It's called. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not it. So anyway, that was. Uh, so anyway, yeah. That, so that was two weekends ago, but I didn't talk about it last week, so I wanted to bring that up. Did you forget? No, no. We talked about. No, Chris said he couldn't share his weekend. So no, I stopped him. I didn't want him to share. We were busy. <laughs> just did more. Just did more cool things. Oh, because yeah. of all the Sundance stuff. Sundance yeah. took. Presents. It was more important to talk about Sundance. Did you do anything else besides make soap out of wine, Jess? Yeah, Jesus shoot, did that. Shoot, didn't you have to go make a cake or, or decorations or well, something? Well, I don't look. I don't even count cakes anymore because she makes like twelve <laughs> a weekend now. So <laughs> feels like it. Feels like it right now. 
I don't remember what I did, to be honest with you. I swear you said something like, I Super have to go Bowl. finish something. something. It's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Super Bowl parties. Oh, yeah, I did go to Super Bowl parties. Oh, you were. Parties? That's what you were doing. You were making. I made. You made Super some, Bowl cakes? No. She made a, like a dip or something. What did you make? I made that the night before. Tacos? What? Yeah. Burritos? No. Stop guessing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 20 questions right now. Um, you, you said parties, though. You went to multiple Super Bowl no, parties? No, I went to one. One oh, okay. was plenty. Uh, who had the people at my party didn't even know what scary stories to tell in the dark was, uh, or who Andy Warhol was. So you I was like, a, I'm leaving this party. You went to a Super Bowl party. I don't care. You, <laughs> you understand, like, the people that watch the Super Bowl, especially the Patriots versus the Rams, no one gave a shit about that game. So we watched the halftime because my girls wanted to watch Maroon that Five. That was, that was sad. Horrible. It, it was horrible. I, I, I was saying to some. Yeah, I was saying to someone today that the it was actually the it was yesterday. It was talking to John. That was the perfect halftime show for that Super Bowl. It was lackluster <laughs> and uninspiring and really boring to watch. Like it was terrible. <laughs> the rapper. I know I'm old, but I'm like what the, the drones hell? were kind of the drones that said, that were cool that said love when the V turned. Purple. Oh yeah, the little lantern. It was all terrible. Doohickeys. Except for Big Boy, he should have sung more. I mean, like, that was the only artist <laughs> like out of Atlanta coat. that mattered, right? Yeah. If he brought Andre 3000 with him, it would have been even cooler. And he was, yeah. he was like... Which one was that? Like, the second guy? Or the, the coat. The big, the big guy, the big guy oh, with the, the coat. The guy that was wearing his grandma's fur coat. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he, you do he was the only Atlanta. Atlanta has a ton of amazing artists that have come out of Atlanta, and they fucking pick Maroon 5. Where's he from? He's from there. They're oh, all from he? there. Yeah. Adam Levine. I don't know. He's from another fucking planet. <laughs> and he was wearing. Did you see all the? Did you see all the comparisons? You guys see all the comparisons <laughs> the to, of his shirt to like towels and curtains. So no, somebody like posted a Bed Bath and Beyond <laughs> image, and it's like yeah. the same, same I just pattern. Saw it, and the next thing I know, he's got his shirt off, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, is he gonna just keep taking his clothes off? At that point, Jeremy's like, Are I know my daughters wanted off? to watch it. Exactly. I just, yeah, my my daughters liked it, but I'm like, Look. I was waking. Wait, Your daughters for have piss poor taste in music, then. Maybe. Well, <laughs> yeah, they do. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> See, I need eye rolling music. <laughs> eye rolling <Wah>, music. <laughs> it's just a That's sound effect. Death. It's the sound of Maroon Five. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think I might need to put that in here somewhere. Yeah, show, yeah. Notes. Yeah. show notes. Show um, notes. No, I'm gonna edit that shit in. <laughs> in, not out. <laughs> I hope time. you pick a good one. <laughs> there are no good ones. That's a trick question. <laughs> really not that good. The early stuff was okay, but no, it's all terrible. Wasn't he an Wasn't he an American Idol guy? No. Adam Levine. No. no. Sounds like you're thinking of Adam Lambert. <laughs> it sounds like a name from American Idol. I think he's Adam a judge Levine. on uh, the, voice. the voice. Yeah, yeah the voice. he's on the voice. What about that fucking show with the masked singers? Uh, that was so stupid. <laughs> I really like it. it? <laughs> <laughs> you watch that Denver's shit? over there laughing. My <laughs> parents love it. <laughs> oh, good, Jess. Yeah, I want to know who the people. I want to know who the people are under those masks. So, so Jess, you I don't care. You and sixty-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's the demographic. There. And I'm in my bed just like the sixty-year-olds. Honestly, when I'm it's, watching it. it's probably the same people that watch. Uh, Dances with Stars. No, I don't whatever. watch that. Dances That's terrible. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Dancing with the Dancing Stars. Dancing with the Stars. So they just announced they're not going to do a fall or a, a summer one, so I'm thinking. I don't watch oh, any man. of that shit. Shoot. 
<laughs> He's heartbroken over there. Yeah. They, they do dancing. Your nights are open now. At the tasting <laughs> bar, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Jess. Uh, let's let's move on from this train wreck and go to events. Well, don't worry. I didn't write down a lot because I really wanted to focus on our interview today. So. But they're like, what the hell did we get ourselves into? <laughs> uh, just a reminder this weekend that the Encircle Home in Salt Lake City opens on the 8th. It's from 4 to 6 at 3331 South, 600 East. Uh, that is the resource center for LGBTQ plus community, uh, safe gathering place, family counseling. Um, they work with schools um, to help uh, create safe spaces. Um, our friends at Clever Octopus have their class classes, I should oh, say, coming one? up. The uh, class is over, isn't it? No, the ninth is the needle yeah. is the needle felting, and then the eleventh is uh, the wine topper with wine. The death needles. The death needles. What are they doing? Yeah. The old people ottomans that they sell to make money. They already did that. No. They do it all the time. They make yeah. puppets out of the ottomans. Oh. They're coming to meet with it. me in my office what? next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then next week, uh, the only one that I wrote of importance is that Ben McAdams has his Lehigh open house, his townhouse, his townhouse, his town hall uh, down at the town. It's basically I, look, the city center. I got to ask, is he going to do one in Juab? Because that's part of his district. Knowing right? him, he will, though, unlike other representatives who do fake meetings who yeah. call you up afterwards. You missed our town He's not going to do one in Juab. He doesn't care about the 2,000 people that live there. <laughs> you don't know that. Well, I mean, he might deep down somewhere in the recesses of his Maybe he'll plan a vacation psyche. to St. George and stop there on the way. That's not part of his damn district, dude. No, a vacation. I'm saying... Oh, stopping at Juab yeah, on the way. on his to way to a... He'll Vegas. stop there, then he'll go visit Spencer Cox, and then he'll go to St. George. Also, i got to be honest. I don't think sitting congressmen in the U.S. Congress think St. George is a great place for vacationing. Mine. Maybe he's going to Vegas. That's like going to Delaware. We're going to Vegas. It's like going, yeah, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> Delaware. <laughs> Said no one ever, by the way. <laughs> what happens in St. George State? Do you think there's a new Delaware podcast? The new Delaware the new podcast? Delaware. <laughs> they all, they all, they, we have Columbia University. They all talk with their NPR voices. And, and we have really friendly banking tax laws, so every credit card in the U.S. is based here. They have a shack, and there's like a storage unit that the credit card company rents. That's their corporate office. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, really true. It's really true. That's Delaware's got these crazy friendly like credit card banking laws. And so if you look, like almost every major credit card and bank in the US is headquartered in Delaware. But they really have like some small business office there. And it's just entirely for tax reasons because they have really friendly laws. So. To some dude who rents one office. Yeah, it's just like, it's actually a complex of like storage units. <laughs> like really it's nice those, storage it's units. It's those repurposed um, shipping containers. Oh, yes. <laughs> those are awesome. <laughs> they are awesome. The one we rented for Cassie was amazing. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so is that really it for events, Jess? Yeah. Want to focus on these? Dudes and, people. February. Dudes, dudes, dudes and people. Dudes and people. You're just a people, dudes by the way, people. Denver. Yeah, Den Denver's Sorry, the people. Denver. You're, <laughs> you're people. JC and Scott are dudes, and Denver's a people. Are you, is she oh, a I would rather people? be a meeple. No, can I think we should make her a meeple. A little, like, non-distinct wooden figurine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Use this a board game piece. Oh, do you not know what a meeple is? <laughs> I do. I was doing my best meeple. Well, maybe, sometimes well, meeples are... Well, I just are, explained it. It's a non-distinct... Sometimes meeples are just, like, squares. 
Yeah. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> She's a square working in a brewery. <laughs> uh, okay, well, then we'll get to some news before we start the interview because there's a, there's a bunch going on we got to talk about. Um, there are some legislative things happening. Um, there's... Uh, they voted that stupid Medicaid bill yeah, in. Yeah, the Senate did. Um, so the, but let's talk about stuff that doesn't suck first. So the uh, visitor center at Mount Temp, the caves and stuff that's basically shut everything down up there. It was disappointing. That should well, they were schedule. they shut at the end of the season. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but the, they've been operating out of a temporary base for twenty seven years in Delaware. Well, no. Utah, it's Jeremy. <laughs> Jesus, See, you can't use that for everything. Sorry, I didn't say everything. I was very specific. Jesus. <laughs> well, even so, that trailer. I mean, it's but they're yeah, sweet. I'm gonna go to a really cool park and go into it. Right. Yeah, but you're not going to the park. You're checking in, you're paying, and you're hiking up to the cave. Did they give yeah. you candy in that Well, trailer? I mean, there's like, should be a bathroom and a gift shop, right? There is. A bathroom and a gift shop. That's all that really matters. That's all people give a shit about for There is, centers. but now they're making a fancy one, and it's still on time even uh, after the shutdown. A fancy so. trailer? I only yeah. care if they sell shot glasses. Expected to open Memorial Day. So, okay. and it's, nice. it's on well, schedule. They think that it might be Memorial Day or just after. When do the caves open? It's not typically until like April or May, right? Cause uh, yeah, it's it's after, you know, late spring, Cause early the, summer. You can't get up there. Yeah. Especially well, with today's snowstorm. You can get up there. It's not. It's just at the mouth of the canyon. It's not that far up. Well, I mean, up to the actual cave itself. Well, it's inside, right? Like, does it the cave? Well, Isn't you got the mouth of the cave at the base of the. <laughs> no, mountain? you got it's a hike. Well, right? do you have to hike up to it? Yes. yes. I've never, I've never wah, actually wah. been. I've never actually been. You didn't do it. Right. Have you guys been? I to was rolling my. You're from out of states. Have you been? To the Timpanogos cave? Nope, I haven't been there yet. I've been to the Timpanogos temple. We need to. The same. Before it was, you know. You're not even Mormon. Yeah, he. That's because I'm not allowed in there after. Before it was, you know, dedicated or whatever. Can't go in. Did you see the golden cows? Should go. It's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. really cool. What, the Timpanogos Cave or the yeah. temple? No, the cave. They <laughs> can't <laughs> see the temple anymore. The unless, they're, <laughs> unless they're card-carrying yeah, garments. The just go for the visitor center. Okay. Don't even go to the caves. I'll just carry my six-pack right in there. <laughs> yeah. they'll, they'll accept you with open arms. <laughs> no, what will happen is as soon as you guys walk up looking just exactly like, you'll have like 20 missionaries surrounding you. Oh, we're talking about the cave over here. <laughs> No, he was talking about carrying a six-pack into the temple. Yeah, and the cave. <laughs> the cave, as long as you share. Well, yeah. I'm sure you'll be fine. Of course. <laughs> I'm sure there's some Mormons that want the beer, too. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm sure some of them do. <laughs> um, I don't... Who put this on here, by the way? The NFL players? I did. Utah. 120 I thought NFL it was awesome. Yeah. That's not very many. It was relevant. <laughs> How many players you know are more, there? In the NFL. What? It's not very How many, many players are there in the NFL? A lot. A lot. So what are there, 32 teams? I have no I'm idea. Sorry. You they have taken rosters it off. of like, I don't know, 100 plus players probably. Then the farm so. teams. That's okay. Last week you didn't like my story well, there about There are the no farm teams in the NFL. There's, I can't remember what it was. There's like the development league type stuff that they do the practice stuff with. I think they call it the Canadian Football League. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, because this story was in here, I was actually going to say, so we have, and I've been seeing a lot of commercials for it, we have a new professional football, professional in air quotes, because who knows if it'll last more than a week. Uh, but we have a team in Utah. What are they called? What? The AAFL or 
something is the the uh, the yeah it starts in the spring and they're going to play up at Rice Eccles and we have a team here in Utah and I can't remember what was that, that like the indoor team was that part of your dream years? that you had last the night the stallions no yeah the stallions so just knows it's I was looking it up. Um, she googled and, and and no the indoor football team the blaze that league folded although those games I saw they a couple <laughs> on like ESPN 8 the Ocho I actually went to one <laughs> the Ocho <laughs> so I, I but I I saw a couple on TV they're like like if NFL were played in a fast paced like never stop environment that was the indoor football league it was fantastic because they're it's basically like indoor soccer and football combined yeah they were kind of fun they have less padding there's like seven dudes on the field and it's like high speed they get like three downs to run the whole length of the thing but they're in a hockey ring not a hundred yard you know football field so in, in a game of football, so Forbes did a study like, I don't know, six or seven years ago on average length of time spent playing a professional sport. And so um, baseball was the worst. In like a three-hour game, there's less than 11 minutes of actual <laughs> action in the sport of baseball. Sounds about That's right. That's why I don't watch baseball. Now, baseball, if you've ever been to a game, whether it's minor league or pro, it's always the same thing. It's a bunch of people drinking beer and, and talking to each other for three hours. Not a damn person in that stadium watches the game until someone catches a good batter, like swing, and they're like, oh, Oh, look, yeah, we hear got it. the tell warning. In. Yeah, like, we, we got the tell into that ball. Coming. Like last year when the hot dog tripped. Remember that when I yeah. said that was pretty Yeah, cool. people watch the freaking between innings <laughs> shit. More, they, they spend more time watching the between innings entertainment well, the than they do the players. Hot dog each other. And <laughs> that was, that was so baseball was worse. Football was in second at like 11 and a half minutes in, in the game. And I think the Super Bowl was like five minutes and a lot of punting. Um, <laughs> it was terrible. This last one was. Yeah. But. So, but indoor football, it's it's closer to like soccer. There was not a lot of downtime, if I remember right. It was constant action. Maybe closer to like hockey. It was fun to watch. Yeah, really, really intense. And they don't they don't do it anymore. So, you know, that league folded. And I'm pretty sure this other football league's going to fold too. I don't know. Especially why. considering none of us know. What's How about going the women's on? league? Is it coming back next year? Yeah, the women's basketball league. That's coming here again. Well, no, the women's football. I'm just. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, the women's I haven't seen anything. Were they, were, weren't they playing at a high school? Yeah, they were yeah, playing at Cottonwood. Highlander Cottonwood. Cottonwood. Cottonwood? Yeah. I thought it was Highland for some reason. Wrong. <laughs> that does happen. Do you know what? But do you know what is relevant about football and women is the girl that was in the the NFL commercial. She is fifteen year old football player from Utah. Oh yeah, she's the one that fought to allow girls to play football and use Title Nine as the way to do that. Yep. Instead of, well, you have volleyball to play during football season. She's like, no, I need to fucking play football. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a big deal. Yep. We talked about it on the show at some point. About the lawsuit that she was bringing against the school, I think. I'm pretty sure we did. It would have been like a year or two ago, but whatever. Go back Um, and listen to previous episodes, folks. You'll find it. Listen to all of them. (laughs) All 140 of them. You got got days. Let us know which episode we talked about it in. We'll give you a dollar. Well, you will. I'm not giving them a dollar. I'm not giving them a dollar. They're going to ask for money after listening to all 141 episodes. (laughs) Um, So I wanted to talk about this because we've talked about the golden spike and promontory point quite a bit. Um, The halfway. Still my favorite train story of all time. We're going to meet in the middle of the United States. Okay. Utah. You start going that way. We'll start going this way. We'll meet up in Utah because that's the middle. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I what I thought was interesting about this. So this is so we're coming up on 150th anniversary, um, which is kind of a big deal. Um, but what they're what. What the big deal about this is, is they're starting to focus more on the, the, the actual workers that built the railroad. And so one of the things they, they talk about a lot is a lot of the pictures you have, especially from the ceremonies, they don't show the workers or they blur out the workers' faces because the photographers were paid by the railroad companies uh, and they wanted to promote the railroad. What they didn't want to promote is that, you know, on the back of Chinese immigrants. The Chinese immigrants. That, like, I, I don't even know, tens of thousands died building the railroad. Like, really treacherous type work. I mean, I know where I grew up in Green River, Wyoming, which has, like, the third largest switching station in the U.S. It's the a good crossway for I-80 and the railroad and some other shit. Um, we have a part of the cemetery that is just a bunch of dead Chinese workers from the railroad. All unmarked graves, like... It's a big deal, but you don't see much of it in any pictures, and it's not talked about. And that's one of the things they're they're changing in the the museum, uh, in these exhibits. So where these th- where the three spikes are, they're they're going to actually be doing. There a should lot be more. four though. One of them's lost. Well, there's only three now. Did you notice that the, this lady's name is my old boss's name? It's not my old boss though. Your old boss was at Promontory Point. Apparently. This lady. This lady. I did think it was appropriate, though, that we talk about uh, some beer recall since we're at a brewery today. (laughs) And since it's not them. It's not not ours. If if we were going to talk about your beer recall, (laughs) maybe you wouldn't want to be on the show right now. Yeah, please do it behind our back. (laughs) I know Utah had to recall um, a bunch of, like, almost all their brands of beer. Like Like their main brands. Yeah, all, all their really big stuff. Um, Grace, you better dump the 801s you've got in your fridge. I don't have any 801s left, and I, they don't make the freaking coffee ones right now. So If they don't explode, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> if they and explode, they're though, apparently, yeah, apparently there is. If they is. explode, you just have to clean up beer. It's not that big of a deal, people. They had rogue yeast, I think is how Scott put it, rogue yeast. No, wild. Wild, wild yeast. yeast. What exactly is <laughs> wild? Not, not, what does that not mean? in their wild ale. <laughs> that means that somebody's beer yeast <laughs> fell into the beer, There's and then they brewed it. Too, too many beard hairs in the beer. There's foreign yeast in the beer. That's all I can say. Foreign yeast. Foreign yeast. That sounds like you're saying foreign yeast. I gotta write that down. That might even be the show title. Foreign Foreign yeast. yeast. (laughs) Is that all one word? No, it's two words. It's two words. Cutthroat, the golden spike, the 801, the wild. Oh, that's funny that the golden spike. If it says says you went uh, on the wild had wild yeast in it. (laughs) I do like the yard sale, though. That's disappointing. That was a good beer. It's a drink. You haven't been drinking beer lately. No, because I'm fat. I got to lose weight. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, if you got you into beer, throw it out. It's no good. Come get some of this uh, salt flats beer. Come to salt flats. (laughs) We got plenty. Would that be be something hard to recover from? Like, it's easy to yeah. pull your product and it's get diff- new stuff out. Yeah, it's hard. It's difficult to re- readjust your production schedule and have to pull it all back and make sure that nobody's getting hurt. Yeah. Can we say that if they bring their bad beer here, you'll exchange it for them? <laughs> <laughs> for the price of a new one? <laughs> Correct. <For the> <laughs> yeah. We have a dumpster out back. It's just, no, tell them you're going to give them a free beer, but that's the disposal fee for the bad beer. Right? What exactly yeah. would the wild yeast do? Like make bread in your stomach? 
Okay, oh. <laughs> yum. I know that you bake, but you know that yeast doesn't make bread. It just helps make bread. So the, the only thing it's going to do is get a ferment the sugars that are already in the beer and just make it a little drier, make the alcohol go up just slightly, and possibly make the bottle or can explode. They said it would maybe smell a little bit off. Yeah. Yeah, it might make it a little sour, too. So, probably if you got it and drank it fairly quickly, you might not have even noticed. Yeah. But if you've got... No, like, stomach aches or anything like that? Just exploding cans in your face? Well, (laughs) hopefully not in your face. (laughs) Hopefully it just explodes in your fridge and you open it up and you're like, oh, damn, there's extra beer in my corn or something, and then you just eat it. Might just taste a little sour, a little different. Not going to hurt you. How does that happen? Uh, I told you, beer pears fell <laughs> into the vat, and they created beard beer. Yeast is everywhere. Yeast is like bacteria, and it's just so it could have come from a, a vat that wasn't cleaned out properly. Yeah, it could have came from a vat that wasn't cleaned out properly. It could have just floated in hmm. randomly. Hmm. It got warm. Some. How does one like? Came. How does one find that out? Because they have to go through testing, don't they? Is that how? Yeah. So they, Yunta has a big lab, so they test their beers, and it just. They're probably just trying to get ahead of it, make sure that they aren't putting out bad product. Yeah, because I read that they might not even have them. It, like, people may not have even purchased it yet, right? Yeah. 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 They're just getting ahead of it, being a good company. That's good. Good brewery. Yeah. That's good. It's good to hear someone not shit talk them like we do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like you, and I like some of their beers. They're all right. Um, some They're other. okay. I really like. Okay, so I, I got to say though, I still probably my favorite local beer that I've had is is the small batch that they did, the eight hundred one coffee that they did with Publix. Oh my God! It was like the perfect beer for tailgating. It was so good. You could have it at eight a.m. and you're like. It's a beer, but it's a coffee. It's got coffee but it's in got it. it's <laughs> keep you going all day. <laughs> it really was like a fantastic. Like I would have never thought it was a good combo, and it, was, it turned out to I be a really good flavor. I remember when you told me about it. I was like, really? and then you tried it, and you're like, shit! Oh, yeah, I need to find good. more of this. <laughs> and it was hard to find because they just did a small batch of it, so and only in the big bottles. Yeah, uh, oh, I like yeah, the big bottles. I remember though. when yeah, you were buying it. Was them. good. It was good. Uh, out of you, um, I don't know if you've ever been up there or if you, you drive around that area, but that hospital's been under construction for it's like 15 years, I the think. The new wing is beautiful. It's <laughs> a front. So, well, no, I, yeah. It's a front. <laughs> my sister's Gina. My sister's a nurse there. I got a tetanus shot there once. <laughs> she might have given it to you. Who knows? I had a stress fracture uh, from lifting oh. weights way back in the day. <laughs> and I went there and they gave me a tetanus shot. And then I still got whooping cough, so clearly. Oh. <laughs> that was later. That might have been 10 years later. I don't know how long. So maybe they weren't related. related. After it well, it might, they might not have. So, but I'm just saying that because now they put. He's saying it because the whooping cough vaccine is in your tetanus Yeah, shot. if you get a tetanus shot, now you get a whooping cough vaccine But with wh- it. the whooping, co- I think that's stupid, though, because the whooping cough vaccine is only like three years and the tetanus is like 10. So, so what I, the hell? When I almost cut my finger off, they gave me tetanus and all kinds of other stuff. Well, yeah, you, you need to in case you cut your finger off with something that's going to give you tetanus. That shit's bad. Yeah. Like your garden, hand will fall off. Like garden shears. That's probably... Yeah. And you probably go to the doctor like whenever you cut your finger off and that's it, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Jeremy can have a pretty deep gash and he's like, nah, just put, put some put some duct tape, tape on, on, it. on it. Rub yeah. some dirt in it. Rub some dirt on it. Yeah. Yeah. Super glue if, it shut. If the tip of my finger hadn't been kind of like... Dangling out dangling, of your glove. I probably would have just taped it. Out of your leather gloves. <laughs> it's true. 
And, and yet you still have feeling in your finger. No. No, he no, doesn't. Not at all. That's all right. <laughs> no feeling whatsoever. <laughs> so I remember and, and my friend Angie, she broke her arm on Christmas Eve. The one that, uh, that had that compound Sleepwalking function. and tripping over a baby gate. She didn't sleepwalk. <laughs> no, she was sleepwalking. She told me it was, oh. she was sleepwalking. And she, tri- and she said, like, she must have been just dragging her feet because she was bruised from, like, her knees down from where she rammed into the gate. Like, it was a, a, a gate to keep her dog out of the cat litter, basically. Mm-hmm. And she fell just right and had a compound fracture poking out of her arm. Like, but now she doesn't have feeling in half her hand and her left thumb, left thumb, right thumb. Um, won't uh, she can't move the middle knuckle yet <laughs> so yeah christmas christmas like christmas night like christmas eve night going into christmas she had to have like surgery in the morning or yeah. something on christmas day she had to have surgery on christmas day that's awesome yeah wow. yeah what a shitty christmas the good thing out of hospital is opening up its new wing <laughs> to handle things like that <laughs> yeah so yeah, but uh, it should be nice. It's a nice, nice hospital up there. Um, they, well, the whole point of the stupid story is that they have a whole bunch of stuff there. It's not just a hospital; it's clinics and da 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 da. Well, and it's enormous, and it's been basically completely closed on the hospital side for a while. Uh, the last thing that we'll talk about, um, which is medically related, is the stupid state legislature, mostly the Senate, passing uh, SB ninety six, um, which basically says "fuck you" to the voters, just like the marijuana legislation did in the special session. Um, they are gutting the Medicaid expansion law, uh, changing who qualifies, uh, putting in a whole bunch of outs, and um, basically telling the voters that all voted for Prop 3, go fuck yourselves. I believe it was actually my senator that said you can't change mathematics. <laughs> I got in an argument. I wish that actual quote Jeff was on today. here. <laughs> well, and, and, oh, he's the, is he a Democratic senator? He's not Andre, Democratic. He's yeah. a freaking Republican. Yeah, well, and, and you can't change simple mathematics, but, you know, we can pass fucking legislation before... Our budget, our budget group can actually give us the real numbers on this. We'll just go ahead and fucking pass it before anyone knows, and hope no one notices. Did you hear me say I got in a fight with Jeff about this today? Like we had to change the subject because I was I was over his stupidity. He was not even aware of the. He's like, well, it'll give us more control. I'm like, so you're willing to spend more money and cover less people for more control? How does that even make any sense at all? It doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, I lied. It was the it was the South Jordan senator that said that you can't overrule the law of mathematics. I thought it was my senator. <laughs> oh, I got a call from Donald Trump's daughter the other day. No, you did Which not. Which one? Ooh. I sure did. Was it Tiffany? I don't know. He said that you should you should. You should back up Donald Trump's wall, basically. Is what it's like. oh, you get all the cool calls. Did you say fuck you and hang calls? <laughs> <laughs> it might have been pre-recorded. I would have been like, how did you get this number? <laughs> is the so NSA you helping you? Having the worst day. Did you hear about? <laughs> did you hear about the boy that he's taking to the address tonight? That his last name is Trump and he's getting bullied. Yeah, that's really unfortunate for that family. There's so Bill Allred on X96 this morning was saying that he knows a family where one of the brothers he's changed his last name. Change my Trump. last name. That would, I don't that would even like using the thing. word. No, it's really terrible. It's like bridge is no longer even a fun game. <laughs> As it was once. Because hey, Bridge was like super happening. Some people like it. Yeah, you're, you're like Jessica. 80. <laughs> While people she's laying in bed, watching the mask. Watches Dances with Stars and plays no. Bridge. I don't watch Dancing with <laughs> Stars. Society meeting. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> it might be Dances with Stars when Kevin Costner finally gives in and joins. <laughs> What? 
<laughs> Chances with Wolves. Wolves. That was Kevin uh, Costner, right? That was Kevin Costner. Yeah. Good Maybe job. He'll run naked we should try and give Burt Reynolds credit for that one too. <laughs> Come on, I know the difference between him and Tom Selleck. <laughs> <laughs> they look the same. Or, I don't know what to say. Uh, we'll probably have more about legislative shit later. I don't want to talk about it. It's just depressing. Uh, I do know that AARP has said that they're going to fight that change, um, so they're backing it. So good to have some big insurance dollars uh, fighting. How that. many people are really pissed that all of their taxes are going to defend really stupid shit that people are warned beforehand are going to be defended? We fucking created a committee. Uh, 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 the, their sole responsibility is to tell the state legislature what you're doing is unconstitutional and will end up in court and you're going to lose, so you shouldn't do it. And they still just fucking do it. They do whatever they want. They're like, yeah, whatever, that's cool. Let's go ahead and pass this uh, anti-abortion legislation that has already been shot down in like six states. Let's go ahead and do the same thing here. Let's waste some more tax dollars. They just think that if they keep picking at it that it'll eventually get up to the Supreme Court and now we have this really conservative Supreme Court that will overturn Roe v. Wade. I do think over the next two to three years we're going to find out how good our constitution truly is in the state of Utah um, with medical marijuana changes and with the stuff that they're trying to pass in Medicaid. Now the one redeeming thing with this Medicaid stuff is Herbert tried to get stuff passed that's very similar to what the people okayed. So for him to agree to what they're changing That's big. So there is a chance that Herbert's office, that the governor's office will say, uh, nope, I'm going to go ahead and veto this bill. Now they can always go back and try and repass it without him. There's there's ways around that. But hopefully he'll veto the bill and say, nope, we're going to keep it intact the way the, the people want. Because he tried to pass it a couple years ago and the legislature wouldn't do it. It's been, what, fucking like eight years on that one too? Yes. Uh, at least six. No, eight. A- and, and the legislature hasn't been able to figure it out and so the people speak and now maybe Herbert will, will, will stick around. So there's the a story is you dumb people have got to stop voting the same people back into office. Well, yeah. But I recognize my- this name check my fear is this though because so i mean we have like 80 percent voter turnout which is unheard of in a midterm election unheard of in a fucking normal a general election let alone a midterm election my fear is that all these people turned out to vote for these propositions to make them law and they now have uh basically said f you to two of them likely going to do that with prop four as well with the the, the gerrymandering and the, the commission for for boundary drawing how many people are just going to be completely discouraged and not go back to the polls in, in a year and a half? That's my concern is, is can we get them back out to the polls to vote these dipshits out or are they just going to be discouraged enough that they say, well, we don't care and either move away or just not go? So that, that's, my, that's my worry. It's going to continue to be a worry for a good 16 months well, or Jeremy so. Well, Jeremy and I have produced two more voters for this next That's term. right. we got two more voters. Yeah. So, so, that's, so your solution is have more have kids. Have more kids. <laughs> well, you know, we're the only state besides, was it North Carolina or somebody, that's still um, having more kids than are dying in their state. Yep. Stupid Utah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a population I problem had in this two. country. I know. We, we have a population par- problem in this, <laughs> Jeremy. I had four. <laughs> he had two, and he's like, no, let's keep going. But I just want to say that's half of what I grew up with. I had eight brothers and sisters. <laughs> 
<laughs> so see, how many know, from dude, I'm an only child. Uh, Scott, how many county brothers and sisters you got? It was like one. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That was awesome. His look on his face when he Jeremy's like, like, I got eight. What? <laughs> yeah, and that's nothing. <laughs> I am an only child. So I've been doing some of that ancestry stuff, and like some of my family members have like, well, like fuck Breeze, Breeze, Grandma and Grandpa on her mom's side each had like fucking twenty brothers and sisters. I okay, swear to God. my grandma had eleven, and my grandpa had thirteen. Yeah, yeah. twenty-two. They two dozen between. Actual, them. Yeah, double they, digits is. Yeah. They lived on actual farms, and so they legit like made their kids work for them. It wasn't just a slave laborers. Fucking. It wasn't awesome. like the Duggars or anything. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like they just fall out, and now I have another it was, kid it to was, take care of my kids. It was hey, if if the more kids we have, the yeah. better we have for labor. The Duggars are like, we just don't believe in protection. God will make us not have a baby when He wants us to not have a baby. I say God will make you have a baby if you're fucking with contraceptives. He made Mary have a baby. She didn't have sex. <laughs> she got the wrong head of Mic drop. <laughs> Unless you're Mormon. I think the Mormons actually believe she had sex. I don't know. Well, I look at you. You're my resident Mormon. Like, Are you saying she was a heavenly hooker? <laughs> Is that... We have offended a lot of people so far. The boundaries have like just been thrown out the window. Sorry, guys. We should have put your interview first. I don't really care what Mary did. Or didn't do. I care what Mary did. So let me ask you three, because now we're going to talk to you. That's the hashtag of the show. Heavenly hashtag. Heavenly hookers. Yeah. So let me let me ask you three. That's our Oh, my gosh. That should be your next beer. Are you heavenly hookers? Are you now rethinking oh. talking to us? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> a disclaimer. The views expressed by me don't necessarily match the right. views expressed by Salt Flats Brewing. Um, <laughs> I don't think we've ever put the disclaimer on it. That was awesome. I don't get pa- I don't get paid to do this. I don't fucking say what I want. <laughs> I don't have sponsors to bow down to. That's right. We record in your basement. Although I will say. That uh, was a Top Gear. Uh, that was really good stuff. That Top Gear Amber Ale. Uh, so, well, with that although, disclaimer, you can have another. <laughs> well, I think I need some of that Belgian red because she's oh, it's so she's good. got the whole keg to herself. She said so. He's got to help her, so she's gonna share with you. It does look do you want good. me to go pour you one real quick? I would love it. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't I don't want to make you get up and do it because it's do it. rude, but. It's such a good beer, I'll do it. You know, I I think that you guys should take this approach. How many of, hands do you have? <laughs> Enough. He's like, JC's like, wait, me too. Don't forget my glass. Jeremy, do you need one too? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> I don't Are have you to, sure? It's not like you're dri- Oh, you I, do have to I drive. drive. I don't have to drive home. I got someone to drive me home. I got to drive part of the way. So. Uh, so oh, you'd be sober by I, then. You guys should do the pretentious shit that Stella does. And you should make a beer. <laughs> Stella, our toys. And only allow people to fucking pour it on tap if they have the special glasses. And, and the then stupid, cut it off with a and knife. And the stupid fucking knife. And know how to pour it. And and, like scrape it off but you have to make it utah related so like what would you cut it off with a plastic fork or something a, a spork a spork a spork you have to you have to dollop a bit of honey in there is that and serve it with a side of what's the handgun green jello what what's the head to say handgun I don't know. It's the browning? Oh, the, 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 one browning? With, the one with the, bullets in it. The one with bullets? <laughs> is it the, the 38 special or something? I don't know what it is. It's a midnight special. Um, <laughs> I don't know. 
Now, I thought the first. Okay, so the first time. So I, I, I don't mind Stella. It's okay. Um, it's it's a skunky European beer, kind of like Heineken. <laughs> um, I actually, I, I don't mind it. But the first time I had it on tap, I'm in an airport in like Minneapolis, and they had just gotten it, and the bartender was bitching about the training they had to go through to be able to serve it <laughs> because they have to do it in their stupid glasses, and they have to like do it with it. right now. In, in credit of Stella, they've taught bartenders everywhere how to pour a fucking beer the right way and have enough head on a tap beer that it's not horrible. But then, like, the scrape off with the special knife and... What, and, is, what is that all about? Why? why what? They say it makes it better. I don't believe it. No idea. Okay. Yeah. I just <laughs> so, wonder if that was but a thing. But you know, they're, they're you've experienced it, it, right? <laughs> yeah, you've experienced this, right? Have you ever bought Stella on tap? I mean, not probably okay. since you make your own, but... Yeah, yeah, I've had it. Yeah, not yeah. in Utah, right? I don't. Well, yeah. Same there, yeah, there's a couple. So, so I, I, I just had it doesn't at Market the, Street. And doesn't the Bayou have it on tap? I have no idea if they have it on tap, but I just had it at Market Street. Same thing, except for here in Utah, they're like, "Fuck their stupid special thing." He just grabbed a butter knife and was like. Yep. And then he was pouring he was pouring two for some couple and he did the first one right and then the second one he's like ah oh, fuck it and he just poured a beer normally <laughs> at a point yeah you just got to pour the beer and move on <laughs> yeah. yeah but you know at Market Street for some reason when you I, I, apparently when you order a fuzzy navel they decide they're going to make it with grapefruit juice yeah and then claim it was grenadine I'm like dude this this looks funny and tastes funny I'll, I'll drink it but I don't know what's in it this is good this is good okay so. Utah, Utah Governor Gary Herbert signed the bill into law this week, and this was back in, I don't know, I can't see the date anymore, designating the Browning Model M1911 oh, automatic pistol as the official Browning state firearm. That's what you're going to cut salt flat beer with off the top. Yeah, I think you should require them, like, just pick a, pick a brew <laughs> and just require them to scrape it off with a Browning M1911. Apparently, I'm just going to shoot, shoot it, it off. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's manufactured like in Ogden. Cool, like, explosion of the head being yeah. rad. You could you could do you could do a beer named after the gun. I mean you might have to have like maybe you just instead of using Browning you could do like M one nine eleven. Because I think if you do Browning you might have to pay some royalties for that. They definitely won't catch on to M one nine eleven. Like no that's that's a coincidence. <laughs> well I mean it's just it's all in how you actually put like, the label on there. Gear in the little race car like next to the wheel. Yeah exactly you could just, I'm sure there's some bullshit part on a car. So. <laughs> so I gotta okay I gotta I'm gonna start from the beginning where were you guys conceived each of you. <laughs> This is I hail from Idaho, so I'm a little bit south from home. What part of Idaho? Uh, Idaho Falls. Uh, born and raised until went to school up in North Idaho and lived in, in Moscow. I'm a University of Idaho vandal. Uh, lived there for five years and then shot down to Utah, and I've been here for about the last five or six. <laughs> well, this question's perfectly geared for me. My name is Denver. So oh, where are you from? <laughs> I was conceived in Salt Lake City. <laughs> no. her, her parents were really, really jealous of Denver. Yes. So. yes. No, they're big John Denver fans. No, I was oh, born here. <laughs> yeah, born and raised here in uh, Salt Lake. So how'd you get, seriously, how'd your parents decide to name you Denver? Were they just in this? They're, just, they're yeah. seriously John Denver Oh, that's fans. really yeah. the yeah, thing? Yeah, they really are. Were they heartbroken when he crashed his plane into the side you of the mountain? You know what's funny? I have a horrible, horrible fear of airplanes like I cannot handle being on airplanes so so when were you born I am uh, April 20th 1994 
So you could be his reincarnation. Could be. Wait, no, he, dude, he I died can't. after that, didn't he? No. Was he in the late nineties that he died? No, no earlier than that. Yeah. Not, eh. Goo that, would you? Over there. I'm I tone think, deaf too. So. I think, um, <laughs> <laughs> so is is cool your joke. is your fear of planes then, Denver? Mm-hmm. Uh, is your fear of planes while you're still in Utah, or is there a reason <laughs> that you're still here? Yeah, because cars don't drive outside Utah. <laughs> I mean, it's a long drive. Or we're, we're a good two hours away from an even shittier state. So. <laughs> By a cruel twist of fate, my mom works for JetBlue too, so I get. Her <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bad. if you don't work for Delta or JetBlue and you live in Utah, or you don't have a relative. Right. That works for one of them. I mean, you're kind of in the minority, I think, at this point. <laughs> I have brown hair. I could pretend I'm her, but she's um, she's basically the age of my daughter, so I don't think I could pass as that she's young. A li- she's a little bit older. Four years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I legit could have. And, and what about her. what about you, Scott? Uh, I'm I'm from California. Moved out about two years ago. What part of California? Central Coast, a little bit above uh, Santa Barbara. You like Utah? It's you want to fun. go back to California? Uh, maybe eventually I'll go back to California. Utah's been fun. Uh, get to brew beer still, so that's good. Yeah. And uh, get to go skiing. There you go. That's, uh, that's a good reason to be in Utah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys have a problem with him? Because, Scott, you're the brewmaster, right? <laughs> so, Huge beef. <laughs> you, well, I mean, do you have a problem with him? Like, days like today, so tomorrow he doesn't show up until 1, right? <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm sick. I don't feel good. I'll come in later. <laughs> Oh, no, he's here brewing at 7 a.m. every morning. <laughs> so, because I, look, I've got a business partner, and, and days like today, tomorrow morning, like, okay, tomorrow he's going to be where I'm going to be because he has to be because we're paying a lot of money for people to be where we're going to be. But <laughs> normally, like, this is, he goes up to the mountain. He's at Brighton until, like, noon, and then he comes down and works a half day. Oh, if we could, we would, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if we could, it would. <laughs> so before we get any farther, Jess, when did John Denver day? 97. Oh, see? see? No, she was born in 94. Me, yeah. yeah. So I'm wrong. John Denver died after she died. That's not me. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought. I said the late 90s, so I was good. I thought it was earlier. Cassie could be a reincarnation, but her name isn't Denver, so. Well, also, the world's a better place for us. Or John. Or John. Not because you're. Taking offense. I mean, for him. I'm sorry. Apologize to your parents for me. (laughs) When they listen to this. (laughs) Because I'm sure that's happening. My mom's still like, how do I listen to that? What What channel is that on? What time are you guys on? (laughs) Is that on that cable channel? (laughs) I've I've actually downloaded like apps where she doesn't get it. Okay, can I say though, okay, we switched from DirecTV because I got really pissed at them and the satellite dish thing uh, with snow was a the whole thing. So we switched back to Xfinity, um, and there's now the Xfinity X1 remote that you talk into. I literally don't have any idea how to fucking operate the Xfinity box because I can just talk into the remote. Like, I have not taken the time to learn the channel guide. Like, on DirecTV, it was like, okay, I know where channels are. I've, you know, I'm, I'm scrolling through. No, I just fucking say what I want to watch or say the name of the channel. I don't ever look at the guide anymore. You're not the only one out there. Like I'm, I, I'm 100% It on is that totally, <laughs> like, I have not taken the time to learn it because I'm like, yeah, just uh, I want to watch Police Cops, so A and E, because I know it's on on Friday well, and Saturday and, nights. And with that, with the Xbox, like we just tell the TV to turn on and then tell it which channel to go. To. Yeah, and if I want to watch Netflix, like I'm just like, hey, go to Netflix, just watch a show on Netflix. 
I, I really don't know how to operate the guide or anything anymore. There's it's a lot of us out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, so back to back to you guys and, and specifically um, Salt Flats Brewing. So how did how did you start? I mean, we're in a we've talked about this a lot in, in the state of Utah because of our liquor laws. I think um, breweries have sprouted like wildfire here. They just grow immensely. We even before the great hipster brewing revolution, um, Utah had a lot of really good small breweries. Um, how did you guys decide to get into the game? Because you're relative newcomers, right? Yeah, we've been, you know, honestly, we've, as a company, been running a few restaurants for almost 10 years plus. Uh, the few of us here have been with the company three, four, five years, somewhere in there. And basically our owner decided, you know, we're, we're selling a lot of beer at the restaurants. Why don't we, <laughs> why don't we think about brewing it and, and get on that side of the wall? Uh, so we've been about two and a half years in uh, brewing beer. Uh, small, small scale to start, as you saw earlier. <laughs> uh, and we've yeah, so we got to up. see a, like a like a small single keg brewing setup. Really cool looking, but uh, I want one in my garage. I don't know how any restaurant uses that as a <laughs> as a source of beer. Scott, how did we use that? <laughs> uh, it was difficult at first, for sure. Uh, yeah, I was brewing eight times a week and, <laughs> and one keg at a time not one, keeping one up keg either, at a time probably, and it yeah. was not keeping up with the 20 taps that are yeah. down at the garage so in what two restaurants is it for for people that don't know um, we have Garage Grill that's down in Draper. It's on 123rd and about 13th. And uh, Toscano, also in Draper on 114th and State. So delicious. Yeah. And, and all of your beers are available at those two restaurants? Or is Toscano like, well, you can get three of them? I think there's wine. 16 or so at Toscano and then like 20 at Garage. So, yeah, yeah. You're, oh, you're, you're, limited, you're limited at Toscano. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're, my four beers. Yeah, only you're limited to 16 <laughs> of our homemade beers. Well, well, plus two high points. Yeah. So yeah. okay. <laughs> so I gotta ask this because my kids went to Juan Diego. Uh, where do you park at Toscano? <laughs> uh, I go, on the like, street, and I, then you walk around in the, the evenings. Like yeah, like I yeah. see people parked all the way down the street. I just is there so a there's parking a nice lot field in the, in the back? No, okay. there's a there's a parking lot okay. in the back. Yeah, which you if you don't pay attention, yeah, right? You have to hurry up and turn, or <laughs> park on the street, or park next door. Yeah. <laughs> when I went a couple weeks ago, I parked on the street because I was like. Oh, I'm sure the door will be like around. I have driven by. The, I work across the freeway. I've driven by a million times. Oh no, it's clear around the back. I was like, oh, you parked with the employees. Yeah, basically. So, but gra- it was okay. The garage grill is 123rd and 13th West, right? Next east, to, east. east next yeah, to my favorite east. savers. It's in the same complex <laughs> as my favorite savers. Oh, you, that's your favorite. I thought you always went to the one on 114th. Well, the one on 114th has a lot of stuff, but the one on the Draper's where the good stuff is, because um, it's all the rich people the who donate stuff. their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I need it. Okay, so now. I know your trick. I'm going to start going to that Savers <laughs> at my lunches. So now that I work, dinner or go shopping so. first, and then. I mean, shopping and Savers is kind of a. I don't know if that's really how you would put it. It's more like exploring. And finding treasures, yeah. Uh, than it is shopping, yeah, if I'm being yeah. honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the secret to savers is you got to go enough. You can't just go once and expect to find awesome stuff. Oh you no, you got to go. go like every day. You just commit yourself. Enough. Yep. 
Yeah. yeah. And then you find things like taxidermied frogs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No joke. With saxophones. <laughs> you found a taxidermy frog? Oh, yeah. Saxophone. That's a find. Yeah. Well, you have no How much idea. was it? Like $2. Yeah. That is a steal. Or, or uh, I have a, uh, I have from, from Jeremy uh, a covered wagon. Um, that is a lamp, uh-huh. <laughs> which is, you found in which some just found store. in an antique store for like uh, how much was it? It was like twenty five bucks. Yeah, wow. Jeremy got it for like a dollar. But it had the rib, yeah. but it has the original, the original covering. Yeah, instead of the heather made covering. Then the possessed picture frame that with the dirt, <laughs> the, the shadow the box, band aid, and it's possessed. Oh yeah, we clearly got, you need to go next door more often when you're at the restaurant. Oh, we do. When I went up to, <laughs> when I went up to buy it, the lady's like, did you get that here? Have you ever, Today? Have you ever been to a restaurant between the hours of 2 and 5? <laughs> yeah, that's when we're at Savers. Yeah, because there's no one else there. You could lock the door and no one would even notice. <laughs> oh, honestly, we uh, this last Father's Day, you know, we were ready to rock, busy day. Did not anticipate the amount of shots that we'd be serving before like 11 a.m. Yeah, Father's Day, why not? Well, or whatever liquor laws allowed, 11.30. But yeah, we what, ran, what time was it that year? We ran down to Savers and spent like $10 and came back with a fleet of shot glasses. <laughs> a just fleet, like, yes. You, know, you will not find 10 those different the states, DI, by the way. <laughs> different, you know, I love you hearts on them, whatever it was. You All will. for $1. <laughs> you will not find shot glasses at the DI. <laughs> no, no Saver was worth it. It's interesting because I, <laughs> I donate a lot of stuff like that. It never winds up on the shelves at the DI. I don't know. Because they're taking it home in the back. Yeah. <laughs> that and all the, the girly magazines. People don't really donate that shit, do they? I don't think so. I think they just put it in their trash. I mean, I know. See, I don't. I think with the advent, I don't know how many stashes of those that are left because with the advent of the internet and and porn on your mobile phone now, like I don't know if kids have the same experience. Because when I was like, when I was a young boy, an impressionable like third grader, like we found our stash third grade. Yeah, under probably. the bathroom sink. No, 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 no. Okay. in a dumpster river. Or, or or behind a dumpster <laughs> in a box. It was some dudes like. And then we took them down by the river into our little fort house, <laughs> like our, our like our like weed covered like fort that we made out in the middle of nowhere because we had to hide it. We couldn't take the shit home. Like mom would find it, yeah. so we hid it out there. And yeah. then it was all like waterlogged. But kids today will never appreciate that because they have it at the fingertips anytime they want. So okay, so you know how we talked about soap in Carrie's bathroom when we were when we were at um, when we recorded there. Uh huh. They have poopery in their bathroom. Yeah, I saw that. It's a very, very wise decision, poopery. We have that in our bathroom Yeah, that's here, what you were saying. That's, right. that's what I meant. Uh, oh. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. so we're going, some of us friends are going on a cruise, and so for Christmas we gave everybody a bottle of poopery. Because yeah. when you're on a cruise, you're also, in the cabin. Sorry. That's a Utah yeah. thing, right? Poopery was developed here, right? I have no idea. Developed, so. basically, some, some women went, you know what's a good idea is if you spray the water before you shit in it, and then... <laughs> The, the smell that comes up is flowers covered in poop already. <laughs> Instead of, like, covering up poop with flowers, it's flowers first. So it's got to be better. <laughs> like the squatty potty, another thing. Like, maybe if we lifted our legs up, we could poop better. That works, by the way. Squatty <laughs> potty. If, you, if you're curious. Oh, yeah. We gave uh, yeah. my uncle one this last yeah. year. They're amazing. They're amazing. Just another Utah one. product. <laughs> <laughs> They're well worth the, like, 20 bucks they yeah. cost or whatever. You'll never 
poop again without one. <laughs> like pooping on an airplane, you just got to carry it with you. you know? <laughs> Shove it through the x-ray on the way on. <laughs> Don't worry. This has been in a lot of airplanes. It's safe. <laughs> just plastic. <laughs> you just go on. You're like, can I set this here? I don't want to put it in my seat. Other people can use it. It's fine. <laughs> it would be covered in so much pee at the end of the oh. flight, though. <laughs> oh, God. Airplane bathrooms are so gross. <laughs> um, okay. So back to the back to salt flats. <laughs> These segues. <laughs> I gotta just force us back sometimes. So we're in we're in the we're in the brewery itself and in the tasting room. There's there's uh, the tasting garden. Tasting garden uh, with the fake trees. Um, but there's they a lot trees of trees in the garden. Those are fake. These are the, real. They provide. We water them daily with beer. Yeah, they provide plenty of shade. I mean, they grow this. really well. Oh, so big. In this in this fluorescent light, they're growing fantastically. I should start watering my stuff with beer. That's an expensive proposition. <laughs> um, but you have race cars. Why 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 the race cars? Uh, we uh, our owner. Well, long story. Uh, owner's been in racing his whole life. Um, you know, started off as a racer himself. Made enough money in his life that he could turn into an owner. And so he ran race teams for a while, running American Le Mans teams, running Ferraris, uh, P1 modified cars, stuff like that. Um, you know, and continued on down his life and was able to become a collector. And so if you head out to our restaurant garage, you'll see maybe five cars in there right now, five or six always. We rotate them out. Uh, he's got quite the collection, maybe 20, 25. And yeah, out here we, we're trading them out too. He's constantly you know buying trading cars is he like Charlie uh, like you only hear him on like a speaker <laughs> you've never actually met him <laughs> he's just like the owner that's his name <laughs> well Steve Pruitt yeah um, <laughs> but no he's yeah he's built something pretty fun out here and so that's why our our whole brewery has a racing theme through all of it our Daytona IPA our Monaco Brood IPA our Top Gear Amber Salt Flats Brewing Racing I mean we're we're an old race team through and through and, and so it's what we built this whole brand off of this was his old race shop i mean this was bays of cars this was definitely looks yeah. like it was an old race shop That's especially cool. the the That's stuff you have here. up top there and yeah. so yep. what so does he not do any race stuff anymore uh no he retired he's just into collecting cars and brewing beer now <laughs> these aren't cheap cars for how like shitty they are on the outside they're not cheap right like oh no they're he's... just like roll cages with an engine <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've got a couple cup cars in here right now um yeah, he buys F1s. Uh, we've got Indy cars around. You'll see some some Ferrari show up, but some Shelby show up. But can we drive them? <laughs> it's, um, well, After you, me, I haven't yet to drive one. Yeah, I don't, they don't even, like, you have to push them to get them going, and they're not, race cars are a different we breed. We live by animal. the Bonneville Salt Flats. Yep. JC can have his turn. <laughs> well, the Lambos move, those ones. Yep. So, yeah, he's he's got quite the collection. It keeps yeah. it fun because every time you, you know, come back and give it a month or two, It'll be a different set of cars, and you can kind of go poke around and see see the new stuff that's coming through. So are, are like these these cars here the the sponsored race cars? So they're not actually active anymore. Uh, uh, they'll fire up, yeah. Well, I mean, but they don't actually are they're not actually racing them anymore. No, or, no, no, no. And are these these are part of his collection, or is he like rotating with other you know people that have too much money? <laughs> like, do they trade them and like ship them around the country? <laughs> For now, these are in his collection. Uh, he sought these out and 
and he knows more history on them than I ever would, and so they mean more to him than. than so if myself, you like but. covered up that giant Coors, because I'm looking, we're in a brewery, <laughs> and you have a giant Coors Light logo on the car, and I know that's a recognizable thing for the car. I don't know shit about racing, um, but if you covered that up with like a salt flats logo would he be pissed <laughs> i don't know that that one? <laughs> i would never try i'm surprised he hasn't <laughs> that, done that car already. is worth yeah. more than my life <laughs> that might be that might be the next step we don't know <laughs> i mean it's got like it's even got the Coors banquet logo on the back of it like, oh that's like, the original that's an old that's a sterling marlin's car but if you're in racing you'll know who that is is that a is that a is that a bud like budweiser sticker on the side with yeah. the course yeah. yep. for real so it's like all cores and like there's this tiny bud sponsorship on the side had to well, get they, in on it <laughs> yeah they didn't spend enough apparently not <laughs> and then you've got little miller light on the other car i don't i didn't look at all the, the, the like racing sponsorship is ridiculous let's be clear it's insane it's a real expensive hobby yeah it is very there's so much money in it of course it's like have you ever been like you've been to the vegas speedway before have I've been down there. I haven't seen a race. Have you ever seen it when a race is going on? How many people are down there? Yeah, they hold like it's like a two hundred. Yeah, it's like a two. But yeah, but the parking lot's like a two hundred fifty thousand person city. Yeah, it's no joke. Like the motorhomes and shit that show up there, it's insane. It's like a quarter million people show up to these things. I don't know. I like. I, I, I don't know. I just don't get racing. Like. I don't want to watch a car go around a track for hours. <laughs> 500 times. Well, how, did, how did he go from racing to brewing? I mean, did he do it before? Was it like a home brewing before that he had interest in? No, oh. Steve's an entrepreneur. Uh, he started a lot of different businesses through this valley. Uh, real estate development is what really, you know, allowed him to pursue other pathways. Um, so, yeah, he's ran restaurants, like I said, for 10 years, different ideas, Italian joints, bistros downtown, well, uh, garage I, restaurants, and Draper. <laughs> it's a natural progression. NASCAR got started with bootleg and alcohol. Yeah, I mean, it really kind <laughs> so of came did. Full back like around. That, that is, that is a, not necessarily a false statement. <laughs> I mean... Um, I, and I, I will say, though, if you if you can run a restaurant successfully for 10 years anywhere, uh, that says something because restaurants really don't last long. They usually fail. Oh, they're tough. We've had some successful ones. We've had some that are no longer open. But, um, you know, we try again, try different ideas. Well, it's uh, no Billy Blanc's. I don't know how the fuck that place stays open. Because it's a Billy <laughs> no Blanc. Comment. It's terrible. The food is so bad. I'm, I'm convinced that the reason that place stays open is because the guy just has nothing else to do with his money well a little bit but see that restaurant also depends on only one-time visitors in a tourist <laughs> oh that's city. true yeah that's so true. if they get them once they're good they'll get the next people in yeah. <laughs> one time as well yeah, the cars are really cool though but you guys have similar things at the garage right i still haven't been to the garage by the way so yeah yeah sure we've got it, but. yeah right now we've got a 68 shelby in there we've got Ooh. a lotus esprit are they uh, up on are they up on like a, a ramp so you can go underneath them and actually see some yeah, yeah, we've got, we've got three different racks. We've got, um, I don't know, a big name in racing, if you are a racer, is Lewis Hamilton. We've got his old McLaren Mercedes Formula One car mounted sideways above our bar. <laughs> it's pretty 
it's pretty neat. Something That's to, pretty cool. Yeah, something different. Do you um, have Steve McQueen, the car? Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of Steve McQueen posters. <laughs> Isn't that the name from the car? Lightning thing? McQueen. Lightning, Lightning McQueen. McQueen. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't know. Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the level of racing that I know. It, I don't even know the fucking Disney We've got show. lots of Steve McQueen posters. <laughs> uh, I'm not a big racing fan, if you can tell. Uh, it's weird. I will, I will say the, the racing itself. Like people are like, what the fuck's so hard about driving a car around in circle? Those dudes are in some serious shape. It is not easy to drive those cars at like 250, 300 miles. I hold an on hour. to a steering wheel. It's it's insane the kind of physical shape those guys have to be in to drive those cars. Yeah, they so. experience this, yeah they experience a lot and the g forces they feel for like three hours on oh, end. Yeah, it's like nonstop. Yeah, and you're into you know there's no AC unit in a race car. <laughs> no, That's it's just, inside. It's inside your suit. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's also no bathroom. You just pee. There, there's nothing. And so you're sitting in this hot car running a couple hundred miles an hour for hours. It's Yeah, hats off to him. I couldn't do it. As much as I'm not a fan of racing, I do love Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you guys were like in the garage? Do you guys run that movie on loop? I wish. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, as you walk in, right above our door is just shake and bake. <laughs> Baby Jesus on the fire. <laughs> so you guys, you guys serve like shake can bake pork chops there then? Oh, we haven't, but we need to. <laughs> <laughs> the chef at that restaurant's going to be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? He'd be so that is it. not happening. No way. There's no way he would do that. We'll get him on board. He's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, all right, we're just going to drive this right into the ground. <laughs> so, so you guys, you start making beer uh, here because of the restaurant success and you're like, why the hell are we paying other people for beer? Um, how did you decide what beers to make, and how do you decide what beers to make? Like that's a that's a that's a big. I'm in Scott, and I'm looking at the list over there, and there's like two dozen beers or so. I mean, probably not quite that many, but close. Yeah, there's uh, so in total we've made I made about forty different beers. Uh, I've been lucky. The owners give me free reign on just making anything I want. So it's been a lot of fun and get to do whatever I feel like doing. So how do, how do you decide? Because I like okay, I've got a I've got a friend that does some homebrew stuff, and he made a banana beer once that was really bad. By the way, don't, don't, that's not a good combo. But, yeah. but how do you how do you decide? Like I'm gonna go with you know quadruple hop bullshit or I'm going to go with a, a uh, um, you know, like that Top Gear Amber. Like I said, that's a really, like, unbelievable. I'm used to Amber's being a little bit, you know, a little bit more nutty, a little bit stronger bite. And that was like just a really smooth, low-key Amber. That, that's uh, my driving force is to try and make a beer as drinkable as possible with as much flavor in there as possible. But I don't want you to just have one beer. I want you to have... Two, three, four beers. So you don't want me to chew the hops when I'm drinking. <laughs> Only if you want to. We got a couple of those. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't get. It's one of the things when I was looking at your guys' site um, that I that I saw that I was like, wow, it's amazing. A beer company that is making more than just you know uh, quintuple hopped um, bullshit that you have to chew. Because um, I'm not a big fan of those beers. I think they're. It's it's like going to an extremely dark roast coffee at some point the the taste and the flavor becomes like a challenge to how much shit can i put in this versus 
yeah. exactly you want to be able to have you want to be able to sit down and have multiple beers you don't want to just muddle through one is that where your term session beers came from yeah yeah, that's that's your sessionable sessionable beer. <clears throat> that's kind of the good thing about the four percent law is you can have quite a few. It's hard to make really crazy it. stuff with four percent, though, right? True, because yeah. you, you, you really limit what you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can only do so much without increasing that alcohol. So what are your top sellers? What are you selling those to right now? Right now, Hefeweizen. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll, I'll jump in here. The Hefeweizen is probably our number one right now. It uh, That's a German-style Hef, so it's got kind of notes of banana and clove to it, so it's a little bit different than your American style that you're seeing so much of these days. Um, it's just mostly like bready and just kind of, I don't want to say bland, that's not fair, but <laughs> in comparison, I'd say bland. Um, yeah, that one that one has been doing really, really well for us. Our high points are also doing really well out of the liquor store right now. So we've got a double IPA because IPAs <laughs> are always going to do well. Oh, I shouldn't say always. They're doing very They're well They're going to do well They're, for the next six to ten years. And then people will be like, what the yeah. fuck was I thinking? Mm-hmm. we got to move into a triple IPA. But if you're a business, you got to go IPA. <laughs> We're just going to keep milking that IPA thing. Well, in apparently. Utah, you get the people that just chase percentage points. Yeah. Yeah. And so we did our double IPA at 9%. Can you so. guys do an Octa IPA? <laughs> at 15% just shy of like come on Scott let's do it just shy of alcohol I'm gonna do an Octa IPA with no alcohol (laughs) (laughs) say how it's actually just a bottle of juiced hops So you have all the nasty taste. but for beer. Mm. All the nasty taste, but no alcohol to chase it. You got it. You know what, though? I guarantee you, I guarantee you, histories would be like, oh, man, this is so fucking messed up. I'm so oh, drunk yeah. off this one beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it yeah, that, that hop drunk is just. That's something else, man. The hangover is nothing. Just, <laughs> that's amateur hour. You just put them away. I just, I, I mean, I, I'm okay with, like, I was okay with an IPA 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. When they were all sessions. And yeah, really, when an really IPA was good, it was a little hoppy, but it was flavorful. And now it's like, oh, fuck, I that put six pounds of hops in one bottle. Punched in the face. That Thanks. first one that I had was like four or five years ago, and Mark brought it over, that double IPA something or the other. That thing was horrible. And he's all, this is so good. I'm like, yeah. no, they're no, really it's not. bitter. Oh, you got to try, the, try our new uh, Brute IPA. Yeah. I mean, I... I'm almost done with this. I can finish this quickly. I gotta say, our nope. brew IPA is like, it's an easy drinker as far as IPAs go. It's like introductory <laughs> IPA. It's uh, it's kind of brewed like a champagne, so it's really, really light in the body. You get that floral nose still on it, and at the very end, you get that little bit of bite, but it's it's a lot easier to handle than, you know, our Slipstream Double, where it's so coating your mouth with hops. Have you had any failures? Not that we want to talk about failures, but have you had he's any made, yes. He's made 40 beers. I promise he's had 50 Like, failures. what just didn't go? so well. <laughs> I'm just curious. What was like, okay, and that didn't go so well. Yeah, you're like, man, this is so bad. Try this. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, this is horrible. Get so in here. Try it. I heard about this company in Portland. He scratched his beard and made a beer out of it. So, how was that? Scott was also it? did that. Every <laughs> <laughs> brew. This, this is trending. I swear to God, Denver, this is trending. It will be the next best thing. <laughs> Scott, please, no. <laughs> what we're going to do next is go to Daylight Donuts. <laughs> please don't make me sell that. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm not coming into work today. Oh. You can make a, you can make anything with beer. There's a, I think there's a company in New York that t- took 
bunch of one old wonder bread and made beer out of that. Now you could uh, you I don't Twinkie know. beer? Yeah, Twinkie beer. Ooh. So specific failures. What what's like Same. the what's like the worst failure that you've had that you feel like, man, this was gonna be really good and it turned out tasting like you know, barley off the branch. So Stem branch so far I've had two. Um, you knocked on your head. Is that because you're a fake like knock wood on head? wood? Knock on wood. Yeah. Okay. I knew that sure. too. Yeah. I figured, but I was just making sure. So I've had two so far. It was uh, I tried to do a rye beer and it just fell flat. It was far too spicy and just didn't do it. And then I did a uh, New England IPA that the yeast, I tried to stretch the yeast too far. Just didn't do. So so when you when you create this batch and and you know you've got you know three keg worth or three barrels worth of beer and you're like oh, this is really not good um how do you justifiably sell that to people <laughs> we sell it to hipsters <laughs> we'll drink anything well i mean uh, has has any of those batches have you just been like it is really this bad that i just can't even i can't serve flush it yeah, i just flush it oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. down the drain or we drink it I take it to yeah. the paper factory next door i mean <laughs> the church is right you, next door. Yeah, yeah, the church is if you just take it up to the tailgate lot during football season. They'll drink anything. They're yeah. already drunk by the time you get there. So I'm writing this down right now. Yeah, I mean, you just like sell them oh. for a dollar or something. <laughs> We're working on our tanker trip. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to fly in the state. I got to be honest with you. I don't know. <laughs> Things are changing. Yeah. Well, can we can we talk about that? I don't know how. I, I'm curious because we've talked to other distillers and brewers. Um, we're at a we're a bit of an impasse now in this state so utah is one of of two states now i believe in the country that still uh, do the 3.2 um alcohol in, in grocery stores um and it's less than one percent of the total beer production in the united states so that that actually is one of the things i think that has helped breed a lot of breweries around the state but we're at a point now where getting beer that is at that 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 specific alcohol content is difficult most major brewers won't make any. Um, you know, even even local brewers, like you guys said, people chase alcohol content. It's really hard to make an IPA that fits those those parameters. So, where do you guys stand? What what are your thoughts on changing that law? And you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. I understand it's a it's a <laughs> it's work a in progress. It's a touchy subject it's for a very folks, but, but it's a it's a very relevant subject that's going on in the state of Utah. There's a few different bills out there right now. Yeah, so there's a bill there's a bill out right now that's wanting to change the definition of beer from 3.2% by weight to 4.6 or 4.8 by weight. So that's a difference between 4% by volume and 6% by so, <clears throat> sorry. Um, our stance is a we appreciate that the change is being looked at, but six percent is far too low to be considered. Uh, we'd have, we'd rather it not change if it's going to, or have no cap. I. 
I'm going to agree with you, honestly. I think it's stupid to, to label. So beer, to me, beer is a process of creation, right? So wine is created a specific way. Spirits are created a specific way. Beer is created a specific way. Cider's created a specific way. They're all different types of alcohol. But I think to put a cap on beer and I, I mean... Look, I think there could be a cap at some point. There are really high point beers that, that probably for the sake of the sanity of the idiots in the, the legislature and the, the extremely conservative folks in the state, maybe, you know, maybe we don't need the 12 percent or the 14 percent beers that are on the border of being, you know, wine. liquors or wine. wine. Malt yeah. liquor. Yeah. Like 45. The, the one I think of, like, I really enjoy, um, is it Hell's Keep, which I think is a Wasatch or maybe a Squatter, maybe it's Squatters. It's really good, and it's like 12 or 14%, but it's basically like, it's sort of like drinking a beer mixed with vodka. Like, it's got that kind of kind of profile to it. I'm fine if that is a, it's a relatively small production line, and I'm fine if that's sold in liquor stores, but I think generally speaking, like, I'm frustrated that I can't go get, you know, uh, a, a beer from any other brewery outside of the state of Utah and, and get it at the grocery store. Like 90% of the beers that we make are traditionally higher than 4%. So we're being handcuffed a little bit just because there's no not an understanding of what. Well, and it's, it's, it's hard to make a beer like that, right? Yeah. Like, and you guys make these. These are really easy drinking, smooth beers. They don't feel like they're extremely heavy in, in terms of alcohol content, but most of these are probably over the 4% by volume, right? They're all 4%. They're all 4%. They all have to be 4% coming out of the tap, but traditionally, they should be around between 5 and 8 Yep. And that's crazy that you have to sacrifice quality just so that you can actually serve a product. Yeah. Um, that's that's insane to me that they do that. So hopefully they'll figure it out. I don't have a lot of faith in them. <laughs> <laughs> I have faith that they'll figure it out for the major beer manufacturers in the country, the Coors and the Budweiser, and how they, whatever percentage they produce, the the vast majority of their lines, 90% of their lines. 16, is, 6%. That, that, that's probably what it's going to be. Because yeah, that's, that's where the money is. kind of who's dictating the change. Actually, is I mean, it's been pretty publicly known that you know your your big beer corp came out, Anheuser and Millicores, and said we're going to cut down on producing for you guys because you won't get on board. But at the end of the day, as a local company, as local brewers, you know people that live in this state, it's frustrating to not be heard for our needs. And then when you have Anheuser Busch, Millicores, big guys showing up. All of a sudden, our, our government now listens to the well, out-of-staters. What's crazy to me is think about the tax. Look, look, I know there's tax dollars in Budweiser because Budweiser is going to outsell you guys in the state of Utah until the cows come home. You're never going to compete with that corporation. That's like saying that my mom and pop shop is going to compete with fucking Walmart who put my three competitors out of business. It's just not possible, right? There's 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 a limit there. But from, from the state's perspective... A lot more comes out of supporting a, a local brewery. There's employment. There's all kinds of tax money that is not just sales tax money uh, on the beer. Um, there's, there's development within the state that occurs that we miss out on. Um, by limiting what you guys are able to produce. When it stays uh, here, so, so different events 
where they allow the local vendors to be part of. That's all local, staying at local events, being bought by local people, so it's circulating through when the I community. Yeah, when I spend, you know, you know, let's let's say twelve dollars on uh, some of your beer. Much more of that money stays in the state of Utah than Absolutely. if I spend twelve dollars on Budweiser. I might get an extra beer out of Budweiser. Um, chances are, I'll probably get one or two beers more, but way more of that money, like seventy percent of that money, is going to stay here in the state of Utah versus say what ten percent, basically the tax dollars. If that, if yeah. that, like it's it's insane. So to 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 kind of ignore our local brewers in that regard is, is a little crazy, I think. Well, yeah, I think that, you know, and especially because we're talking about a, a vice. Uh, I don't think if you remove if you remove Bud Light out of this state, I don't think the people that love Bud Light are going to stop drinking beer. No. no they're, gonna, they're just not. They're going to switch to Bush or Miller High Life Again, or whatever. Whatever it is, but it's, you know, it's, it's a vice. It's there. It is what it is. I've got the same one. I love beer. <laughs> um, but, you know, let the let the local economy find the balance let's not adjust and just cater to the big guys and you know we've got utah right now trying to make all these changes in a preemptive move before i mean but they haven't done any action yet let's be clear it's not preemptive though because they have made action if you go to the grocery store now you can't find a lot of things in six packs they're only doing 12 packs of a lot of things and even bigger which to me in in the state of utah is crazy because they're like okay well we don't want you to over consume but we're not going to allow you to get you know a six pack anymore now you got to buy a 12 pack yeah well right. if the big corp wanted the market they'd still do it it's not harder for them to brew the beer They're, no but they don't give a shit it's one percent of their yeah it's one percent of their product uh and it probably costs them significantly more and i say that meaning like a small percentage point more to package in a six pack versus a twelve pack. Packaging is probably more expensive. Well, that's the yeah. yeah, that's that's exactly what and, it is. And, and in a company like Budweiser and Coors, it's all about those small margins in terms of what their shareholders are looking for. Having a package at three two and saying it on the can or bottle is costing them a lot more. Plus, craft is taking away from their margin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In states that already don't have the yeah. three two laws, and so. Actually, market share on those big corps is already down. To me, this is a their big push is not. They're just kind of flexing their muscles at, yeah. at the moment, um, saying, "Well, we're going to pull it then if you don't adapt to us and and support us." And it's like, "We'll do it." And let us local brewers figure out where the balance is. We don't, you know, and yeah, we do want some revision to our current alcohol laws. I'm not saying that, but it's just frustrating because, like I said before, I feel like that they're catering to Big Corp rather than listening to what we want as the local brewers. And, and let me be clear from my perspective, I don't want the fucking state running liquor sales in grocery stores. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> well, yeah. That's an absolutely insane amount of overhead that's unnecessary. Look, if you go buy a beer at a grocery store that's 8% alcohol by volume, it's not any more dangerous than 6% alcohol by volume. Because if you're buying it at the grocery store, there's a good chance you're going to go home and drink it and not fucking drive your car. (laughs) If I go to the bar and I buy a few drinks at the bar, I'm probably getting in a car afterwards and driving. I'm not personally, but that's a much more likely scenario. Yeah, absolutely. So it's mind-boggling to me how we decide what laws we should implement in the state in regards to alcohol. And the people that make those laws 
I've never had a fucking drink in well, my life. Well, that's what I was just going to say. <laughs> the problem is, is, is the lawmakers are making laws about things that they don't know. When you have someone that's doing anything about anything that they don't know, you have problems. That would be like me coming in here and trying to make a beer. I don't know anything about it. So I might read some instructions. But I'm not going to be able to do what Scott does because I don't really know how it works. I'm just looking at some information. I don't know. On the I got I got YouTube. I bet it could be a brewer. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, th- that's legit. And and we were talking about all sorts of stuff that our legislature is doing that they're that they just arbitrarily decide. And this is this is just another one of those things where they think that they know better. They don't listen to the actual people who are using needing services and and making judgments based on that they're not listening to people who do it so aside from the laws because um, i mean those of us in this room are going to make much impact there you can call your representatives we've talked about how you guys can get involved in local government uh, we talked at length la- last episode mm-hmm. was it 140 mm-hmm. uh, we talked at length about how you could actually get involved so go listen to that if, if you want to be involved um, or if you kind of sort of maybe want to be involved go listen to it anyway um, but um, I, i'm i'm curious from from your guys's perspective you know kind of moving forward what's on what's on the horizon for you guys I've, I've seen some of the stuff that you're doing in here and i don't i don't want to say everything that i see because i don't know how much <laughs> that's ready to go so i'm curious from you what's what's coming uh we're gearing up to uh, launch into maverick and smith's so that's coming up in march that's um, a good market yeah, so that's uh, going to open up our. Uh, how many our brands? How many or how many of your labels will so you have? One is going into Maverick, and three are going into Smiths. Which one goes into Maverick? Our Baja Mexicana Ale. Because I will say this. I don't buy beer at gas stations, but I would go to Maverick to buy your beer. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> that's a, that's a, but that's part of the thing with a 3-2, right? Like, convenience stores, most of them, that's where they make their money. They don't make their money on gas. They don't even make their money anymore on, like, candy sales. It's yeah. beer. Yeah. yeah. Beer is what keeps those places in business. And without beer sales, those, those places, honestly, we would have a lot fewer gas stations. And they would probably be just gas stations, just pumps. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, and what's going into Smith's? Smith's, we have our uh, P1 Pilsner, which is traditional German Pilsner, crisp and clean. Uh, we have our German Hef, which Denver talked, hey, talked do you, about. Do you serve the German Hef warm anywhere? No, no, no. no. <laughs> is that because we're in America? We can no, warm it up for you if you want. They don't, they don't even do that in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> they might do it at some places, but I don't know. Uh, and then we have our Daytona Session IPA. Because you got to have the session. Yeah, I mean, when, do you guys make any sense? Please say no. You can say I, yes, and I won't hate I, you for it. I don't it. know. I don't know what that is. The sayosin? Yeah. Like the sour-ass beers? The gross sour beers? Oh, oh, I love say, sour beer. Saison? <laughs> Maybe I'm saying it wrong. The, like, saison? Yeah. Saison. Whatever. Uh, I don't like them, so. We have a saison. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like them. Yeah, you just had one. But this? Yeah. yeah this gotcha. does not taste like one. <laughs> like, when I think of it, like, I'm like, Epic makes this, like, sour apple saison, and it's, so it's saison, that's how you say it? Yeah. Yep. I can't stand it. They're just, like, fucking sour. 
sour. Like, I didn't need sour candy when I was a kid. Why am I drinking a sour beer? So, yeah, you just had one, and we have a, another one that's <laughs> plain. That All one right, had, well, so that one had some fruit in it. So it's it, this doesn't taste like that, so. <laughs> and then we have our uh, Berliner Weiss, which is a little sour, but, uh, but nothing, not nothing like, crazy sour. It's not like quadruple hop sour, right? No, like, nothing, nothing that'll melt Because that's, I think that's the problem, is people go to the extremes of, like, well, here, here's, you know, fucking, I squoze 20 lemons into this jar and then made yeast make it beer, so. <laughs> That's how it works. I'm not, try the sour apple, try the sour apple saison from, from Epic. That's what it tastes like to me. It's like just fucking pure sour in your face. <laughs> sour in your face. I really am not a fan of <laughs> Maybe now I'll try more because I like this beer. This is a good beer. It's also my third one, so maybe my third <laughs> um, what else? Do you guys do you guys have other things besides beers coming out, or is it? Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> maybe. We de- we definitely have more something else coming out. And, and you're expanding, right? Like this, you, you showed yeah. us you showed us six fermentation tanks, and then like we walked around, and there's like. There's another eight. Yeah, there's a lot more. <laughs> like all of a sudden now, there's more. They're, they're not. They're not working yet. But trying to gear up for uh, when we get into uh, Smiths. I'm trying to keep up with uh, the public because public is thirsty. Yeah. Well, apparently I see all the cans over here, and that is one thing that I like is your little canning setup. That's really cool. So no, uh, just the toppers though, right? No actual six pack boxes yet. You're all doing all cans. Six pack boxes will be coming out shortly. Yeah. yeah. Are you ever going to do bottles? Probably not. I not can't fam- imagine. Not fam. No. Most, yeah. uh, most of the industry is shifting away from bottles. <laughs> um, there's a lot of complication that goes along with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cans, for one, stack nice. Shelves look nicer. Uh, you don't risk any transportation breakage. Uh, your you beer can throw pre- them in a backpack. Yep. No, uh, they're recyclable too, unlike glass. That's why yard sale's been in a can its entire existence. <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone's going that way. Um, and you know, yeah, it's just you don't let any UV light in. Even brown bottles will let some UV in, or even green bottles. That's why your beers taste skunky. Actually, is because all the green bottles from well, they didn't taste that way when they were brewed. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's letting UV in, skunking them up. Um, but yeah, no, we're we'll probably stick with cans. Might move on to bigger cans in the future if we some tall boys. Yeah. <laughs> We make it that. I'd like to see. A, far, I'd like you know? to when, see when, you next to like the boy. When you make it that far, not I, if. I'd like to see you guys with with uh, with the tall boy next to the like Bud Light in the bush. Tall boys and the, the Maverick I'd gas like station. That too. That'd be kind of cool. I bet Maverick would do it if you guys oh, stuck yeah. tall boys in their store. Oh, easily. I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm sure you would start getting people. So, what's the name of the one in Maverick again? Baja. Okay. In the Baja. I don't want to be racist. And like I'm this is gonna sound really racist. Here but we go. When I go when I go into Maverick and I see like, okay, so this is like nine AM nine AM or eight AM in Maverick Somebody and I see mic off right now. I, <laughs> I see people buying tall boys. It's always construction workers, and it's a lot That's of people that are that are Mexican <laughs> or Hispanic of heritage. Like, and I'm not trying to be racist because there's a lot of white dudes that do it too. But they're all they buy tall boys. They don't buy like it's water like, for them. But they don't buy six packs. They don't buy twelve packs. It's always tall boys, and it's always construction workers, mm-hmm. and it's always at eight a.m. So I know they're fucking drinking on my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 
I think I just sounded really Have you ever worked construction? You, that you need beer. <laughs> like, I have worked hard labor, and you yeah, definitely have a beer after yeah. you get done. So It's necessary. Never on the job, though. Although, now that I work in an office, I've absolutely gone to lunch and had a drink and come back. <laughs> I mean, I've never done that. <laughs> yeah. We drink for a living. It's okay. <laughs> it's called quality control. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Man. See, now I have to write in the show notes, Chris is a, Chris is a racist. <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys, with so many different craft beer makers popping up in Utah, like, how do you find a way to stand out? Like, what's important to you? Well, I think we're a little different uh, from the get-go. Um you know, a lot of the craft breweries are their sites are on uh, one small tasting room, one small tap house, um, maybe a localized, almost a neighborhood kind of place. Um, our sites are a lot bigger than that. Um, we want to be, I mean, through through and through the valley right now, but we want to be the drinkable, approachable everyday beer that you go grab at the Maverick or at the Smiths. Um, we don't want you to have to drive downtown to our tasting room to grab a growler and not be able to get it until we reopen two days later or something um so we're our approach is actually not trying to be the the new crazy beer craft brewer um we're trying to almost convert you know at the end of the day maybe the bud light drinker that i was just gonna say like my uncle can he drinks it i don't actually don't ever think in the like 14 years he's been married to my aunt I've ever seen him drink a glass of water like he no like no joke like that's like he just drinks beer uh, I'm pretty sure it's like natty light or something like that so if he if that's you water. were sitting down with him like yeah. what would you give him uh, we'd, we'd kick him towards our pilsner which is great um, you know maybe the Baja as well or the blonde um, yeah those are what we're putting out in the in the stores in the convenience stores something that allows that end consumer to you know dip their toe in the water of, of the craft beer world and say actually that's not wild and crazy like a sour apple <laughs> seosin <laughs> and <laughs> or, our toys yeah or a, you know octahopped <laughs> whatever um, you know it's so that's what we're trying to do and base our business around is not being over the top weird but you know being a local company that produces a lot of good beer and drinkable approachable and being your everyday after work you know grab a six so, pack and head home are you guys part of some of the events meaning like oh yeah <laughs> okay so, Denver coordinates so like, <laughs> I was gonna say we do a lot of event coordinating what are you part of and what's coming up Look. um man we've got there's a lot of events coming up right now I mean the event season is always summertime spring that kind of thing um so you know we're going into the, like the beer fest that are all over um last year we went to like Idaho and to Denver and stayed in Utah as well so you know just really trying to get our name out there as much as possible going to as many events as possible and I think we're probably going to continue to do that for a while until we're more of a household name you know and do you guys enter competitions yes uh, at all? Mm -hmm. yes yeah what are some of the more recent competitions you've been in? Um, there's a, only two that are annual. Uh, GABF, Great American Beer Festival, obvious, mm -hmm. obviously. And then there's the... Uh, 
Mountain Brewers Beer Fest up in Idaho. And they have a they just changed their name to International Beer Fest or beer competition. Did you place at all? Have you? Have uh, we last year was the first year that we ever entered. Uh, didn't get anything that last year. But you gonna try again this year? Oh yeah, Definitely. gotta keep trying. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have to compete up in Idaho with that. That uh, is it Goose, whatever brewery that does the like Huckleberry shit. Oh yeah, the Huckleberry. <laughs> I, I've only that's ever what seen is, that's it. what it's labeled. Did you just huckleberry call it goose shit. <laughs> no Huckleberry shit. <laughs> goose I, shit brewing. I've only seen it like I go up to Yellowstone and they have it at some of the gas stations up by Yellowstone. Harmons like has a, it now though. Do they? Yeah. Is it's it like a Laughing Dog Huckleberry. Cream yeah, yes. yeah, that's yes. it. so good. It really is. <laughs> I do like it's it. It's not goose <laughs> shit, but I thought it was like a, I thought it was like goose. Something brewery or something. There is a Goose Island brewing. You yeah. might be thinking of that. Maybe yeah, but they don't think they make that. Yeah, that, that Huckleberry one though. That's from Idaho. Yeah, they have the other one I, that they. It's another cream ale, isn't it? And it's not as good. No, the Huckleberry <laughs> one is made. The, the Huckleberry one is, is good. Huckleberries are made up. They're not even fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're made up in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> it's they're like purple. This, it's it's a berry that only grows in the wild. Like you can't cultivate them. Like they're snozberries. Yeah. It's <laughs> Tastes like snozberries. <laughs> tastes like snozberries. <laughs> that uh, got the name of your next beer, the snozberry oh ale. <laughs> snozberry pale ale. I'd sell the shit out of that. <laughs> See? See? That beer would sell itself. <laughs> Except they have the wrong person on that huckleberry. They need Doc Holiday. <laughs> yep. Because it's just a picture. I don't even know what it is. But they need Doc Holiday. I'll be here. Okay, how about this? How about this for labeling? Because I've got the right people in the room. You have to come up with a good name, and the label needs to have, like, Ted Bundy's face on it. <laughs> oh, for the That would be time. really good right now. That's hot right now. You can race Baja Beetles. That's perfect, too, for Utah. That's, that's local. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's big right now. Yeah. It's local. Whatever your next beer is, just label it yeah. something different. The Bundy, Bundy Brew. Bundy, Bundy Brew, yeah. Brew. <laughs> then do something with the Osmonds. Bundy's Brewski. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's the peacock. This might be actually the end of the episode, thanks to Jeremy right now. (laughs) He just made probably the worst suggestion on the planet. (laughs) Like LDS Services Ale. Like, that's going to go over really well. It might. Latter-day Saints brew. (laughs) I mean, polygamy porter's out there, and it does really well, so it's a good idea. (laughs) You you know what you should call it is the church. Just the church. Just the church. The church. Because that's what the LDS church is, so that they... Oh, excuse me. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They said you could call them the church. One of the other. I refuse to say that, and I refuse to call them the church because as a Catholic, that's the church. The church is the Catholic church. (laughs) But I'm just saying, you should just call beer the church. Now we're going to rename our tap room. The church. church. Oh, that's a great idea. (laughs) The church. Denver's on board. I'm loving that. I mean, maybe too, if you you call it the church, then you can just uh, file as an NPO. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You can be the first beer NPO. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're on to something. Based 100% on religion, your religion is people should drink your beer. Yep. <laughs> and you run on. We got some. your next rebranding. You've already oh been through one rebranding. All this donations. Part three. It's all suggested donations and to purchase And you don't have to beer. pay taxes. <laughs> they don't have to donate, but you suggested if they don't donate, you just 10% give them like at the a door. small plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to pay you guys royalties for this? <laughs> 
<laughs> We're brainstormers. That, that's what we do. Then your theme songs take me to church. <laughs> oh, that's not a very oh. good church song. That's not really a ch- song about church. This is really a church. This isn't really a church. No, but if you're trying we'll to end the the sucker. Look at high ceilings. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're trying to, to, to market it as an MPO, you know. Are you, uh, are you zoned to put a steeple on the top of this thing? <laughs> I think we're good to I go. think that would be a problem with the airport. And your neighbors. As long as it doesn't flash. Oh. Yeah, no, I don't know. No, you probably, no, you have, probably to have to put a have light a flash. on it. You have to have a light so that no, things No, I think the crash. whole claiming to be a church thing gets us out of that. <laughs> yeah. There you go. True. Sorry. Do whatever you, you want. You can do whatever you, you want. You can kind of do whatever you want at you that point. You could even yeah. shine a light up like they do Although, at Although, they next door might lobby to get you guys moved out if you turn <laughs> into a church. <laughs> they might. It's a thing. They don't want the competition. They haven't changed their signs, so it wouldn't conflict. You just keep the building nondescript and you're good. <laughs> then you can put a, a, a sign that says, this is a church, not a bar. <laughs> there you go. We'll say this is the place. <laughs> it's getting better and better. <laughs> These guys are like, we're never doing a podcast again. <laughs> oh, they're ideas. fine with it, but they're like, I hope the fuck the owner never looks at this. Oh, it's all right. right. We're, what, an hour in? He's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they stopped about 10 minutes in. <laughs> we started talking about making wine soap and they're like, ah, fuck this. <laughs> no, they stayed for that because yeah. that's totally cool. Yeah, this stuff. <laughs> um, okay, so um, there's three of you, so we, we need to make time for all three of you to answer this question appropriately. Um, if you've ever listened to the show, we ask every guest that we have on the show this question. Um, you all live in Utah, presumably by choice. I don't know. You, you may have not ever been able to fly out in <laughs> There's some question there. Um, but what's, what's one thing that you would tell someone visiting the state of Utah they had to do before they left the state. And whoever wants to start can start. Steve. Well, that, that one's easy for me. Drink Soulflats beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Scott started then. <laughs> I was going to say, drink Soulflats beer, go ski, get out of actual the city. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, and it's amazing. I've only lived here, like I said, about five years or so. Five Jesus. Um. <laughs> when you say when you go five Jesus, I'm like fuck. I've been here for twenty. <laughs> um, but it's it's interesting to meet so many people that live in this valley, and you know I talk about my weekend up at the ski hill or up just hiking twenty minutes away or driving out to the salt flats and letting you know my dogs run around or whatever it is. But people are like, oh, I haven't. I haven't done any of those things. I'm like, they're like a 20 minute drive. Yeah, it's all close, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, give it a whirl. It's, it's actually awesome. So yeah, I'd say just take advantage of your surroundings. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's a really hard question. Um, Utah is so vast. There's so many things to do here. I have like a thousand things going through my mind. The the mountains are just so incredible. I've lived outside of Utah a few times and I lived in the Appalachian mountains for a minute and to call those mountains. Did you hike the Appalachian trail? I actually, I hate to be this person. I ran a marathon through the Appalachian mountains. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I hate that. That's okay. And I'd like to to hike through those mountains. It's 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 really pretty. Yeah. They're hills. (laughs) I remember calling my dad and being like, I think I might be around the Appalachian mountains. I'm, I'm right now in some hills and he's like, then those those yeah. are the Appalachian I'm, Mountains. I'm, I'm two thousand feet above sea level. Well, you're, in you're good. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, Salt Valley is forty two hundred. I really just think like hiking these mountains. It's it's kind of unlike anything that you can get anywhere else in the United States. I mean, the Rocky Mountains are 
I think, the most gorgeous part of the United States. Did you know that the Uinta Mountain, is it the Uinta Range? It's only because he's west. Yeah. <laughs> west? There we go. It's a very interesting thing. The only part of the Rockies that goes east-west. Yeah. What about you, Scott? I know California. People that come yeah. from California, they're like, I'm going to go back to California. It's like a fucking paradise. I don't know. That's it. It's pretty awe-inspiring coming out here and just rolling up across the desert and see just mountains poking up. Same with JC. I was like, you're 20 minutes away from amazing hiking, amazing biking, amazing skiing. And you can be there anytime you want. You don't have to drive. Like in California, you got to drive four hours to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's down the true. road. That's the traffic, right? right <laughs> nine miles. Yeah. <laughs> Our traffic jams aren't really traffic jams. Yeah. Um, well, do you guys have any events coming up? Anything special that you want to let you people know pimp. about? Yeah, so we actually, um, on February 21st, we have the Brews and Bites. Um, it's with the Salt Lake Culinary Center. They're doing kind of like a beer dinner where they have their sliced chefs curating some uh, dishes for us, and they're pairing our beers to it, and so... That's a that'll be a fun event. Um, eat a lot of good food and drink a lot of good beer. That'll be at like six o'clock. You can go to their website and get tickets for it. And that's I think our next big event that's coming up. For yeah, us. That, that's the next one. And then March twenty third yeah. is uh, Utah Brewers Guild is putting on a collaboration festival. So all the breweries in Utah are collaborating with each other, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a just great. Festival. So does that mean I'll you put guys, your beer in one vat and yeah, you're like, I was going to say, this. you guys all brew your own beer and then mix it together and you're like, okay, <laughs> choke this beer. down. Yeah, call it a suicide. Yeah. <laughs> but what about, uh, what about the beard competition? I think we have that on like the 16th or something. Oh, yeah. The 16th of February, there's a beard competition at Ice House that we are um, a partial sponsor of. So Is that so you can comb out the beards to get yeast for your next yes. brew for um, Scott? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a that's hidden what agenda our in there. He's excited yeah. for that one. I still that's why cannot believe that is actually a thing that happened <laughs> and the people fucking bought it like like we said it's in it was in portland i know i know hipsters they called it hawthorne district beard and it worked <laughs> it's <the> worst. <laughs> did they tell people what, what it was no it yeah. was a big deal of course they told people the yeah, gross for the better for hipsters thing yeah. i mean the next they were they were like well we're gonna try and do some toe fungus beer but i don't think that's gonna go over as well as the beard first so. they drank the monkey poop coffee oh, and then they had <laughs> oh my boss beer some of that's a and then is they it had, good it's so bitter. It's like I could. It's I had an to give IPA. It back. No, it's a coffee. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I had to give it back. Yeah, you know, monkey poop. Still, yeah, like in Indonesia, there's they like poop the coffee beans there's out. There's a specific they, type of coffee yeah. plant, and the, these monkeys, like macaque type monkeys, yeah. eat it and then poop monkey. it out. And people follow them around and pick up their poop and then pull the beans <laughs> out and roast the beans. Yeah. How would you like that job? So partially digested, <laughs> like monkey shit coffee. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the follow the monkeys around and picking up their poop, like. <laughs> the coffee's really expensive, so <laughs> it's gross. I mean, it's it must be well paying. <laughs> that's like that's like that's like having a pig that sniffs out truffles. It's a weird ass thing to do, but they're worth a lot of money, I guess. I don't know. 
I've never heard of this monkey <laughs> coughing. Are you serious? I I'm, not I'm not lying. Yeah, that's a real it's thing. It's terrible. Uh, it's a real thing. Maybe you can make some hum- human poop beer at some point. Ew! Uh, Scott? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Denver's face you're really up. gonna You're really going to end on that? I'm just going to say, I don't that's know if she's the right up. person for the job after how quickly her face lit up. <laughs> it's coming out in 2020. <laughs> Re-election day. Denver Brew. <laughs> the Denver Brew? <laughs> no, they're just going to name it Trump. No. <laughs> no, no one would drink it. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, uh, if you manage to stick with us for uh, the last two hours, thank you. Um, you should share it because I don't know how the fuck you're still here. Um, but that's share the awesome. episode. That's that's actually what helps us the most. Um, if you have an event coming up and you want us to uh, talk about it, just let us know either on Facebook uh, or Twitter is usually the easiest at TNU Podcast. And, and real quick, how do people, yeah, where do people find you guys? Find you guys. Uh, we've got Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> website. Uh, yeah, just look up Salt Flats, Salt Flats Brewing, and you'll find. You'll find we'll us. link to all of it. Salt, <laughs> salt Flats Brewing, not yep. Salt Flats, named after oh. the Bonneville Salt Flats. Yep. I assume. <laughs> Have you guys ever uh, raced a car out there? Any of you three? Not yet. No. You need to have a conversation with your boss. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, like that's something. He would never let do. me touch one of his cars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a horrible driver. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know. That's the important thing. At First step you know. is admitting it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's going to do it for the night. So, uh, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thank it's you guys. Thank you. Thank you.